the Friday morning that I've had, I'm glad that it's Friday. Just telling you. I was talking to Zach before we started today, and I said, you know, if I didn't have bad luck right now, I'd have no luck. Absolutely none at, at all. Uh, just to bring you up, I had to run in today early so they could change the bandage on my uh, wound vac they got that all done and then it was into the barometric uh, uh, chamber uh, for two hours and then i came out and i get i come out and he says dave he says your wife had a flat tire in front of the hospital i said okay so i call linda and i said have they changed your tire yet and she goes no and i said what do you mean no and she said, they haven't shown up yet. I said, have you called them back? Yeah, they're supposed to be on their way. In fact, they had canceled coming out to take care of the tire for some reason, and then they got it straightened back out. And so I get out there, and the guy is there changing the tire. So we run over to Joe's garage. I had got a hold of Joe and said, I need to come over, and can you pull the tire off and, and patch it and get it done? Well, I got over there at 1230 What's happening at 1230? It's lunchtime from 12 until 1. Nothing against the guys. They're out eating. Uh, Ian got back at about uh, eight minutes till, and it's just as soon as, as Stephanie saw him, uh, she goes, I need you to change Mr. Ellswick's tire now, and he's got to be at work at 2. And then they, then they had problems finding the nail. Now, here's what's the crazy part about it, Zach. The nail, the reason they had a hard time finding the hole is because the nail went through a patch that had been put on that tire before where a nail had gone through. What Now, what, what are the odds that you're going to pick up a second nail seven months down the road, and they go through the same patch. That's crazy. It was nuts. So it took him a while to find it. I get out. We get we get over here, and my, uh, my pump that I have that pumps these antibiotics that I got to have starts acting up. I'd like to take it and use it for a boat anchor, to be honest with you. And uh, it, it keeps saying high pressure which means that you got a kink in a line somewhere. Well, we pulled all of the line out, and finally it stopped. Why it stopped, I don't know, because I didn't see any kinks in anything. So anyway, it's just been one of those mornings. You know, when if everything had been, if there had been no flat tire, you know, I would have walked out of the hospital at 1030 this morning and no big deal. We had lunch together and then we'd come on in and we'd done the show together. But uh, 
just wasn't to be that way today. It was crazy. So uh, here I am sitting in the studio. Matt has walked in. He's uh, ready to go. His phone rang just before he got ready to sit down. So, you know, he's got to answer the phone. He's got to go check out what's going on. So it's just been a crazy day. It really has been a crazy uh, day. And, and I know my wife is listening. She doesn't listen to the show, so I can say this without getting killed. But she puts undue pressure on herself. You know, she gets all all frustrated and feeling under pressure for things that you can't fix. You just you just got to go with the flow. I mean, you knew from t- about one twenty on. I was, you know, up against the gun, and I might be a little bit late. And and uh, if you had to go a little longer on starting the show, please do so. But I was on my way. And then I called him and said, "I'm, you know, basically I'm downtown and on 6:30." So I was only about 10 minutes away at that point. So anyway, how's your day going? I hope it's going good. How's your day going there, Wild Man? Yeah, I'm having a good day. I've gotten a lot of work done, so um, I cannot complain. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad that that's the case. Uh, We're going to have Matt on with us here for about 90 minutes. Uh, Lots of new movies coming out before the end of the year. I guess the biggest one is going to be Frozen 2. That's what everybody, uh, the families are looking forward to. And we'll find out from Matt what are some of the other movies that we'll be seeing. Uh, Then we'll talk maybe about some of the things that are coming up in the new year as well because that's just around the corner and um, i think i've got the folks in from uh, arkansas research today at four o'clock and then uh, at five o'clock uh, uh, mr davis will be in here to talk about uh, making sure that you get the best health care that you can for the uh, right price so we'll talk to him about uh, about about that so i'm going to go ahead and grab a break here get it done and then we'll come back and matt smith will join us we'll start talking a little bit about movies and what you can see this weekend what you should be looking forward to see uh in the upcoming weeks because we're going into the holiday season that's all coming your way here on the dave ellswick show all right back with you here on the dave ellswick show yeah i do this hyperbaric chamber right now uh, matt every morning Monday through Friday. Okay. I get in there sometime, depending uh, on how many people, quarter till nine, quarter okay. after nine. Okay. It's for two hours. They two hours. Okay. I go diving 45 feet below okay. the surface and 100% oxygen. 100% oxygen, okay. And make my uh, make the, my wound heal faster. Okay, okay. And uh, I've been looking in the mirror every day, and I am not looking like Michael Jackson. Okay. All right. Okay. I, was a little, I was a little concerned about that I when I heard they were okay. going to put me in. I was worried I was going to come out with a glittery glove on yeah, or something like okay. that. Okay. Has not happened. So we're yet. doing we're doing the chamber. I'm doing the chamber. Okay. Two uh, hours. They've got, uh, you may be able to hear a putt, putt, putt every once in a while. Yeah. That is the wound vac oh, yeah. that I have. Oh, okay. This is a, a piece of machinery that hooks to my uh, wound on my foot. Okay. And uh, any kind of impurities or anything that are formed it sucks them out wow getting high tech they got me high tech i mean it's like being in a science fiction movie every day drive over there <laughs> man it's pretty crazy so so you said while you were in the hyperbolic chamber you watched a movie 
I did today. Okay. I've been watching them every every day. All right. All right. I've watched Dirty Harry. Of course. Okay. I watched uh, RoboCop. We're going to classic throwbacks. Okay. RoboCop. Uh, I did, uh, what else did I A couple I of action picks there. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think what I watched the first day. It was another Western. Tombstone. Tombstone. Oh, that's hey. right. Watch so, Tombstone. Oh, so you're going to this thing every day? Yeah. Five days a week or seven? Yes, five days. Five I don't days have a to week. do Saturday and Sunday, thank okay. goodness. All right. But, uh, so yeah. we watched Tombstone, Johnny, Journey Harry. Johnny Ringo. Okay. You look like death walked across Robo-Cop. your grave. All right, Robo. But you told me Silverado, though. Okay. That was today. Right. Okay. Right. And then Monday, I've already got my. I had a double feature okay. thing that I had. It came Silverado and. The Quick and the Dead. Hey, so I'm okay. gonna watch The Quick and the right. Dead. So on you're Monday. doing westerns right now. Right okay. now I'm into the western thing, right. but I've got set up. I've got I've got all the movies that Bruce Lee did. Okay. So I can sit and watch okay. those. I've go. got that uh, Quentin Tarantino segment. Uh, you know, all <sighs> was it called? How can you go wrong? Eight or whatever it was. Or hateful eight. Ten, the, yeah, that's right. Well, I got the movie. But oh, okay, okay. The, the the series of movies that oh, he's done. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So anyway, I got that to watch as well so i've i've got my movie my movies watched to go i remember, i forgot how really i knew silverado was great yeah i forgot how great it really was okay. that's a great movie think about the cast now couldn't put you couldn't get all these people in the same cast okay you had uh kevin klein you had scott glenn mm. very young kevin uh, kevin cosner mm uh they had i'm um, trying to think uh rosanna arquette oh wow was in it wow i mean and there's several other uh, uh danny glover's in it what, what's the title silverado oh oh okay yeah yeah, yeah okay. that kasdan okay. wrote okay. directed financed oh, wow. the whole whole new just one of the best westerns ever made unbelievable really really good mm. so but it's 130 minutes long and i'm only in the chamber for 120 oh so the part where uh Cosner walks out of the uh, saloon and, and shoots the two guys at either end of the walkway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the last part of it I saw. So Pause. I, I'm going to have to go back I guess you're home watching and finish it. Watch this on your I'm going to finish the rest of it. Okay, all that right, was well, all right. So this is knocking it out then. So this is yes. getting you done. This get, is getting you going. Getting getting this whole thing done with all this. Right. Uh, uh, stuff that got in my bloodstream uh-huh. and all kinds of. I stuff. bet you don't walk around. In the heat, no more barefoot. I bet, I bet that's you over, you're brother. exactly right. I bet right. that's over. I bet, bet you it never that happens again. In fact, I will guarantee Man, I that it will what. never happen again. Mm, mm, mm. That's not okay. going to happen. A okay. little burn the size of a quarter. Oh, man. Mm, mm, mm. Put me in the hospital for seven man, days. Get out of here. In fact, my doctor told me if I'd come in about an hour, about a day later, I'd been fighting organ failure. That's not good news from your doctor. No, no, that's 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 not what you want to hear. So at that point, Zach, I had good luck going on. For oh, me, man, right? for real. You know, today. For real. It was if I didn't have bad luck, I'd had no luck. Well. But for the rest of it, it's been really good. Good. So good. what's your thoughts, Mr. Uh, Mr. Smith, you've been having a good weekend, man. You've yeah. been you've been gone for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, I missed you. I missed you. But hey, we're in here today, and 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 now I guess will we be on the air next week? Yes. No. No, because of Thanksgiving. Off, Thanksgiving starts off, off Friday. Yeah, we're okay. off Thursday and Friday. Okay. I believe Are since I'm going to miss you next week. Let me look here. I, since I'm going to miss you next week, I believe I can be here 
on the, the sixth, fifth or sixth. Okay, I believe I can be here on the sixth. Good. I think I can. Yeah, I think it'll work out. But so then you're going to be, be making your way down to the Bahamas or something, aren't you, for Christmas? Uh, I'm going to Disney World. That's what you. I'm told taking me. my right. kids, my, my my two kids, to that and. And have you been before? Oh yeah, we've been. We have been. Uh, we have been once a year for this will be our sixth time to go. It's our sixth tri- Disney trip. So we've been once a year, six years in a row. We have went for the Halloween party. Yeah. Uh, we have went in uh, the spring during spring break. Okay. We have also been in the summer. Right. Uh, so we went. Um, we went in October last year. We went in uh, February. A couple of times. Went in March once. We have went in uh, September, and this time we're going for Christmas. We haven't done Christmas before. So, what are you hearing? Are the special things that they do at Christmas time? Well, do they change the light yeah, parade yeah, up yeah, and all yeah. that. I mean, they really had it tricked out with a cool Halloween theme at night for the Halloween parade and the uh-huh. Halloween stuff that was going on at night when we went during Halloween time. And the cool thing about that is they would bring out a lot of the movie villains at night. Oh, that's cool. And you could only see the movie villains during the Halloween festivities at night at the park, which was nice. Makes sense. Yes, Makes yes. Sense. But this will be our first time there at Christmas. Um, you know, we typically – we, we typically do Disney once a year, and then, you know, at spring break, we'll go back for uh, two days at Universal Studios. Oh, that's my um, favorite place. Two days at uh, at Busch Gardens. Uh, we'll do two days at um, at SeaWorld and a couple of days at Lego Land Amusement Park. Cool. That's what we do that every spring break, so we'll, we'll do that back in March. But, yeah, this trip will be Disney. It'll be fun. It'll be cool. Yeah, my, my uh, daughter and I are planning in 2021 – because at that point, all things Star Wars will be open. Yes. And uh, she and her husband and myself and my wife are going to make our way over there and spend a week there. For Disney? Yeah. Now, we're going to do what Star Wars is available uh, here the first couple of weeks in December, and that'll be fun. It looks that'll like there's fun. quite a bit of yeah. stuff that they've got they've available They've been advertising, you know, build a droid and things like that, and... My uh, my daughter's seen that and she's excited about that. Ready to get that going. Well, she's at that age now. She's how five? She uh, turned seven yesterday. Seven. She's seven, and my son will be three in May. And wow. so we've got two, and we're done. She's seven. She was seven yesterday, and it seems like your son was just born. He'll be three in May, and the time does fly. We she uh, she got up early yesterday morning about three thirty a.m. to open up some birthday presents. That was crazy, and then. <laughs> Went to school. She's over at Pulaski Academy. Went to school. Yeah. And then her nana had lunch with her at school. Very then her, cool. Then her mom went up there after lunch for a cupcake birthday party with her class. All right. She's a big first grader now. So what flavor cupcake? Um, they had like a frozen theme to them. Uh-huh. Different frozen characters on the cupcakes. And then um, yesterday afternoon, got together and, and had us a family meal and had, uh, had, a, um, had a little birthday cake last night. And then um, she wrapped up all that, and of course her mom had she'd opened the presents and seen me in the morning before she went to school, and then she had lunch at school with her nana yesterday, and then uh, mom went up for the cupcake party. And so last night after dinner, Uh-oh. they said, "Well, what do you what do you um, what do you want for your birthday now?" And she said, "Well, I haven't seen my dad all day, so I want my dad to wash my hair tonight." You know, <laughs> yeah, very cool. Hey, hey. Hey, when you're just turning seven-year-old daughter is going to trust you with her hair? That's right. Hey, buddy. That's hey, a big deal. That is a big deal. You're right about that. Because when you're six years old, seven years old, little girl, your hair 
is a big deal. Yes, and it is. You've got a hair bow or a beret or something like that. You've got to wear that to school. It is a big deal. So I was like, oh, that just melted me. That just melted me <laughs> when she said that last night. And so today um, I went to um, I went to school and had lunch with her today. Cool. And so, yes, I was going to be in town today, so I did that today. And then we've got her big birthday party for tomorrow. Yeah, see, and, people uh, don't realize, Matt, mm-hmm. you're running all over central Arkansas every day. Yes, it is. It can be somewhat chaotic. Uh, but we, we've made a lot of progress in 2019. Uh, we have finished up that remodel down there in Hot Springs and uh, got all of our signage done. And, you know, we've got a brand-new theater in Hot Springs, new parking lot, new parking lot lights, all-new signage outside, right? stadium seating, luxury leather, electric recliners with tables and reserved seating, full food menus. We have a full alcohol menu there in Hot Springs. It's exciting. We've got a lot of people coming out, uh, remodeled and expanded restrooms. I mean, it is a new cinema. And, and people are loving that. They're coming out for Frozen today. That's playing in Hot Springs. That's been great. Uh, you obviously go to the movies in Cabot. It has the yep. same things. Yep. And uh, we got the recliners put into Cersei this year. And we're still remodeling Cersei. Uh, we've got we've got all luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating in Cersei. We've got some new carpet and floor lights in Cersei. We're still working on some tile. Uh, we'll be remodeling and expanding the restrooms in Cersei. Uh, then we will do all new LED lights um, and digital signage on the outside of Cersei, and then uh, put some new parking into Cersei and do the street sign. And we'll get some of that stuff done in the spring. Wow! And I think we'll have an exciting announcement um, soon uh, about a new location. Really? So, yes. I'm, I'm not at liberty to say yet, but we're we are on the cusp. Of, of a new location. I've been out uh, a lot from your show and just, just out the past several weeks working toward that. But I think very soon, I think by next Friday, I may or not next Friday, I guess December 6th, I have some, I have some exciting news for everybody. So we'll, we'll, we'll have a, I think we'll have a new location coming online in 2020, get us into a new city, get us into a new town. It's right. going to be nice. We'll talk uh, a little bit more about that here in just a moment. Uh, don't forget, in two weeks, you'll want to be part of the Dave Ellswick Show with Matt here, and he'll unveil that for you, if possible, right here on the show. We're going to get to the news, and then we'll come back. Let's talk about the movies that are opening this weekend. I'm grabbing a bite to eat because oh, I haven't hey, had back. lunch okay, yet. Okay, we're back. We're back. Yeah, okay. we're, we're here. But anyway, don't forget, yeah. two weeks from today, Matt's going to let you know where his new location will be. Yes, sir. All right, so just keep that in mind. It'll yes, come sir. out here on this show first. With that said, new movies are opening. Yes, they are. Big time over the next few days. The biggest, I think, for this weekend is going to be Frozen 2. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I tell you, had a good turnout for it last night, even when you consider kids were in school today. Uh, Frozen 2 got an 84 Wow! in the Democrat Gazette today. But I tell you, um, a movie like that is pretty much review-proof because oh, yeah. kids and families are going. But an 84 for a little family cartoon is, is pretty good, you know, because they like dramas and serious adult stuff, you know, movie critics do. You know what Qu- I'm saying. question is, is there another song? That it will match up. I'm not with telling you. Let it go. I'm not telling you. It's an awesome. It's an awesome. Right. It's an awesome sequel. I Seriously, get, I get tired of Seriously. hearing that. It's song. such an awesome sequel. Okay, so <laughs> Frozen Two PG 
one hour and 43 minutes. Director is Chris Buck and Jennifer Lee. Cast includes Kristen Bale, Jennifer Groff, Evan Rachel Wood, Sterling K. Brown, Jason Ritter, Josh Gadd, Santino Fontana, Jeremy Sisto, Martha Pimpleton, Alfred Molina. Okay? Basically, they've got all the voices in the first one returning. Okay, this is Disney. All right? You only have to hear her belt out, let it go once. (laughs) And this song is so catchy, it will stick in your head forever. Screenwriter, co-director Jennifer Lee got so much right in her first try with Frozen that a sequel seems, well, kind of redundant, except maybe for Disney fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee and pretty much all of her cast and collaborators are back. Doing its thing. Yep. And they're blasting Arctic air into the bottle again. Okay, so Frozen what? 2 has delightful moments. Frozen it, tears. It has delightful moments. <laughs> this time around, Elsa is more comfortable with her role status and her power to handle ice and snow. Mm. Kids are loving it. And I mean, I'm having my daughter just turned seven yesterday, so we're having a birthday party Saturday. And we'll have all the princesses there, and it's decked out as Frozen and. And an Anna and Kristoff will be uh, will be there, and Elsa will be there, and wow. Olaf the Snowman's going to be there, and they're all going to watch the movie with her. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's a big deal. I mean, if you have a kid, you got to take this film. But if you've got a little girl, if you've got a little girl, I mean, if you want to win their hearts and minds, you got to doubly take, take, take this movie. movie. I mean, it's just it's great for kids. It's PG. It's Disney. It's Frozen Two. They've all seen Frozen 1. Take the kids. You can't go wrong. And for an animated sequel, I mean, it's it's good. I mean, it, it, it's really a good movie. So, good. Yes. Because yes. sometimes so, they fall off. The only, the only movie franchise I think that every one of the movies have been exceptional is the Toy Story movies. Yes. 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 I, I, I agree. I mean, when you get to something like, you know, you remember those Ice Age movies and stuff like that? Yeah. They kind of dropped off. I was disappointed in the third Cars film, mm-hmm. but this movie's there. Take the kiss to see Frozen 2. It's great. It's awesome. Uh, and, of course, we're playing it in Cabot. Uh, it's in Searcy. It's in Hot Springs. We're also playing it at Riverdale 10. It's playing everywhere. Yes. And then the other movie that we've got, I've got to talk about is um, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which is rated PG. That looks like it's going to be a huge sleeper hit. It got an 87 in Democrat Gazette today. It's a PG movie. You can take the whole family. Of course, it's about Mr. Rogers and his TV show. Mr. You know, it stars Tom Hanks, Matthew Reese, Sarah, Susan Watson, Chris Cooper, Noah Harpster, Carmen Cusick, Manley Coleman. Meryl Heller directs. It's PG. It's an hour and 48 minutes long. 87 in today's Democrat Gazette. You can't go wrong with this movie. It is a feel-good adult film. Um, and we need that now. I'm just telling you, it's good. we need that in this it, country right now. The the little kids, the, the little kids need to see Frozen. But I mean, you can take anybody to to, to a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's PG, and of course, I'm playing it at Riverdale Ten in Little Rock, and it's playing in a theater in Hot Springs and Cabot and Searcy. Take everybody. It's a feel good movie. It's PG. Um, it, I like the guy. He's the, the the guy that stars in this with Tom Hanks was the main guy from the Americans on FX. Oh wow! 
which he was such a he was so good in that in that TV show. I love that TV show. It was it was one of the one of the few premium t- cable TV shows that I watched. I, I do like some of the stuff on the FX channel, kind of like AMC. But it, what's so good about this movie is is you find out all these personal things about Mister Rogers. They filmed this in Pittsburgh, where he lived. They filmed it in the studio where Mister Rogers' neighborhood is made. It digs into his personal life and his wife and everything. But what's so awesome is he is the guy he was on TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was not no fake dude. I mean, he prayed. He tried to live his life right. He tried to do the right thing. He tried to be a better person every day. And that's what's so good about it. It, 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 he, he, Mr. Rogers was Mr. Rogers in real life. And so it's, it's, it's so cool. Um, I can't say enough good things about these two films. Uh, what I like about this weekend, it kind of reminds me of when Downton Abbey came out, and I said this. I like to see just a good, wholesome PG movie that anybody can go to. And don't get me wrong, me and you have had this this discussion before. Right. There's a lot of faith-based films released, and I like some faith-based films. Some of them I really love. Some of them I think they're beating you over the head with the Bible. I like to see a good PG movie, okay, that is not faith-based. It's just Hollywood putting out a clean film that the whole family can go to that has a good story, okay? I hate to say this, but kind of like they used to make, right? That's what you get this weekend with A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood and Frozen, and I like that. It's like uh, one of the great movies that uh-huh. that's out there that has a lot of talk about faith and yeah, how it, yeah, and, yeah. and then it talked about people who were faith people right and how it affected their life Armist- right. armistice i mean right. about right. talking about right. slavery right. And, and whatnot right. that was a great movie yes 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 but i don't think you have to start with a church group making a film to get a film that is pg and wholesome and good for the whole family i agree that's what I like about A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. That's what I like about Frozen. Don't get me wrong. Those faith-based films, I do enjoy those films. Well, they have an audience. But I like to see Hollywood get it together mm-hmm. and make something like that. And that was the great thing about Downton Abbey. PG, straight ahead, cool movie. Anybody could watch it. Nothing offensive in the film at all. That's what I can say about Frozen 2 and A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. you get, you got to check them out. Anybody can go watch them. And then also up today is uh, 21 Bridges. Um and, you know, the, the the main draw in this is, you know, hey, we got Black Panther as a policeman in New York. It's an action-packed film. Uh, it's rated R. An embattled New York police detective is thrust into a citywide manhunt for a pair of cop killers after uncovering a massive and unexpected conspiracy. As the night unfolds, lines blur on who is pursuing whom. With Sienna Miller, J.K. Simmons, Keith David... Stephen James, directed by Brian Kirk. It's an hour and 39 minutes long. It's rated R. It's from STX Films. I'm playing at Riverdale 10. Uh, tickets to all these movies are available at Riverdale10.com. I have not that seen... That looks pretty. I have gritty. not seen 21 Bridges. Gritty. I've seen the other two. I've seen Neighborhood, and I've seen Frozen, right? Right. Take everybody. Take the kids to those two. Take Grandma. Take your cousin. 21 Bridges is an adult movie. Take your pastor to those two, right? <laughs> I like the premise behind 21 Bridges. I want to see it. I like the star, okay? But I haven't seen it yet. So I can't give you my personal take on it. Have you seen it? Have you seen it yet? Okay. I didn't know. And, Starting and, to Zach. 
<clears throat> Sorry, Zach. It looks and, good. Well, yeah, and I didn't know if any of you guys watched it Thursday night. Now I know why you weren't at the movies Thursday night yeah. because you've been in the you've been in the oxygen tank. You've been trying to become <laughs> Michael Jackson. So I know why you weren't at the movies last night because I expected to hear something. I expected you to send me a text and either say, "Hey, man, I took the ki- grandkids to see Frozen Two, yada yada yada," yeah. or to was, tell me you had saw Neighborhood yourself. Well, see, I'm yeah. thinking about probably going to see that movie tonight. 21 Bridges? 21 Bridges. Not 21 Bridges, uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I'm thinking about ah, Man, it's a great film. I'm thinking it's about a great it. film. You know why it's called it's 21 so Bridges, correct? Yes, yes, yes. He, you, you have that. There's 21 Bridges going to the island of Manhattan. That's it. He has them all closed so the bad guys and criminals can't get away. I haven't seen it, so I can't give you my personal take, but I'm intrigued by it. And that is the R-rated adult action picture for this weekend. Mm. So catch 21 Bridges at Riverdale 10. It's Riverdale10.com. And then on Wednesday, we'll have Knives Out, which is PG-13. Man, I want to see that movie yes. badly. Yes. Knives, Out, Knives Out will open at Cabot, Cersei, Hot Springs, and Riverdale 10 in Little Rock for me. Knives Out's PG-13. Uh, it's two hours and ten minutes. It's directed by Ryan Johnson. It's from Lionsgate Films. Uh, here it is. In this tribute to Agatha Christie, everyone is a suspect when a renowned crime novelist, played by Christopher Plummer, is found dead at his estate just after his 85th birthday, including the inquisitive and debonair detective Daniel Craig. Now, James Bond's in this movie, guys. Yeah. Also, Chris Evans, Jamie Lee Curtis is in this film, All right, yeah. Miss Halloween herself. Don Johnson from Miami Vice is in this film. Also starring, let me see here, hold up, Michael Shannon. Everybody loves him. Man, he is such a great actor. (laughs) Catherine Catherine Langford, right? A little strange, but. Hey, Knives Out, Wednesday the 27th. Tickets are on sale now. There's a special uh, early showings Thursday night, or Tuesday night, excuse me, Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and tickets are on sale now at all the theaters so i'm excited about knives out i'm excited about that but yeah get out there this weekend take the kids to to neighborhood a uh, beautiful day neighborhood and take the kids to see uh frozen and i can tell you what else is playing at the theaters okay uh, go if you're down in hot springs hot springs 8 vip cinema and the website is um www.hotspringsvip.com we're showing frozen in stadium seating it's pg it's on three screens uh, we also have Frozen in Real D, 3D. Uh, we are showing Ford versus Ferrari exclusively in Hot Springs. Number one movie last week. We're also showing A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, also in Stadium Seating. Uh, Midway is still on the screen. I got to see that before it goes away. Playing with Fire. We're still playing Maleficent, Mistress of Evil from Walt Disney Films, and we have Charlie's Angels. It's HotSpringsVIP.com. Luxury leather electric recliners with tables. In all auditoriums, every chair in the building, reserve seating, stadium seating, over 40 different beers, 20 different wines, a full food menu. Uh, Tuesday night, we start Knives Out there in Hot Springs. Tickets are already on sale. We have gift cards available on our website. You can go to the website and order a virtual gift card and email it to someone or order an actual plastic gift card, and we will drop it out, regular U.S. Postal Service snail mail to them. The 2020 free popcorn bucket is available at all the theaters. Gotta have it. Get that bucket, bring it in on Wednesday. You get free popcorn with a ticket purchase, and you can refill that 200-ounce bucket from now until the end of next year, 2020, for just $4.50. com. Be sure to check it out. Everything is new at the theater. New expanded remodeled restrooms, all new auditoriums, all new carpet, tile, drapes, screen masking, screen skirts. Every auditorium features Dolby 7.1, digital surround sound, all new parking lot, 
all new lights, LED signage, and a brand new digital sign outside at the box office. Everything's new there. Check out hotspringsvip.com. Now, if you are in Dave's hometown, that's CabotVIPCinema.com. CabotVIPCinema.com. And, of course, there we have stadium seating and luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating. We've got a full food menu. We are a private club there in Cabot. Dave is a member. I kind of have the card that says between one and five. There you go. Sign up. It's free. Just stop by and ask about becoming a private club member. It's free to become a member. Now showing Frozen 2 in PG. It's on three screens. Stadium seating. We're also showing it in Real D 3D. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Ford versus Ferrari. Midway. Playing with fire. Charlie's Angels and the Good Liar. Man. That's Cabot VIP Cinema. That's a great Cinema. lineup, except for Charlie's Angels. CabotVIPCinema.com. <laughs> we got to dump something Tuesday to open knives out. So there you go. CabotVIPCinema.com. Stadium <laughs> seating. pretty good. Luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating. Go to the website. Sign up for the email newsletter. Like our Facebook page and follow events. Be sure to join the rewards program. You get a point for every dollar you spend at the theater. You get these points at all four locations. These points can be redeemed at all four locations, soon to be five. And a point for every dollar you spend, you get free concessions, you get discounts. Of course, you get that 2020 theater group free popcorn bucket. You can use that at all locations for free popcorn. Sign up for the email newsletter. Download the free theater group mobile app to your phone. Like and follow our Facebook page, CabotVIPCinema.com, and down in Hot Springs, HotSpringsVIP.com. All right, now we got to get a break in. When we come back, we'll tell you what's playing in Searcy. We'll tell you what's playing in Hot Springs. Little Rock. And then and Little Rock. And then uh, I'm going to remind you, you need to be, be buying your ticket to see White Christmas. That's coming up in just a few weeks over at, uh, of course, uh, 10. Riverdale 10. It's at 7 o'clock Tuesday, December the 10th. Tickets are on sale at Riverdale10.com. White Christmas from 1954. Those tickets are going fast. All right. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more. It's Dave Ellswick and Matt Smith here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Okay, so I'm going to let uh, Matt tell you what's playing at Riverdale 10. And then, of course, uh, we want to know about Cersei. Coming up in the next half hour, you've got to stick around because... They have announced that they're going to make a sequel of a movie, mm. and they think they're going to make a whole lot of money off of it. Mm. I think it's bound to be like this new Charlie's Angels. What? It's going to be in the trash can. We'll get into that discussion after the top of the hour. But right Hold now, it. let's got... find what's playing in Cersei Hold and what's playing here in Little Rock. Let me ask him real quick. Hey, Zach, what would you like about the new Charlie's Angels movie? Don't remind me about that movie. <laughs> what was wrong with it? Uh everything everything (laughs) not a fan not a fan okay in little rock arkansas at the riverdale 10 you can catch us online at riverdale10.com riverdale10.com now what's playing today we have frozen 2 pg from walt disney films walt disney presents frozen 2 be sure to go out there and stop by all the cool frozen decorations take some pictures post it to your facebook check in tag us on and else will be there tomorrow riverdale10.com of course, we're playing A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood with Tom Hanks, the, the Mr. Rogers story. It's PG. It's on two screens. We are playing 21 Bridges today. 
brand new, all three of those films, Riverdale10.com to buy your advance tickets. Still showing Ford versus Ferrari. We have The Good Liar. We have Harriet. We have JoJo Rabbit exclusively, Riverdale10.com for your JoJo Rabbit tickets. We're playing Midway. We're playing Zach's number one film from 2019, Charlie's Angels. Riverdale10.com. So be sure to check out the website. Download the free Theater Group mobile app right there at the website. Like our Facebook page. Follow events. Uh, Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter, Riverdale10.com. We've got the 2020 Theater Group refillable popcorn bucket. You purchase that bucket, and on Wednesday night, you get unlimited free popcorn with the purchase of a movie ticket. Thursday through Tuesday, you can refill that 200-ounce bucket for just (laughs) $4.50. That bucket is good from now until the very last day in 2020. Be sure to sign up for the rewards program. A point for every dollar you spend, and you can redeem those points for free items at the theater. Be sure to do that. Riverdale 10 features over 40 different beers, eight different wines, a full food menu. Just click Menu at the website to check out everything we've got from Bavarian pretzels to State Fair corn dogs, Eisenberg, Bratwurst sausages. Uh, We've got Nathan's hot dogs, chocolate peanut butter pie, key lime pie, ice cream, popcorn, candy, soda, beer, wine, chicken tenders, White Castle cheeseburger sliders, uh, three cheese, mozzarella cheese sticks. We have pizza, uh, anything you might want to eat or drink right there at the theater. And, of course, we feature luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating. Uh, the first theater in the state of Arkansas to serve alcohol. So remember that. We broke ground that way. Riverdale10.com. Tuesday night, Knives Out. Uh, starting Wednesday, Queen and Slim. December the 10th, White Christmas from 1954. Tickets are on sale now. Tuesday, December the 10th at 7 o'clock. Buy your tickets at Riverdale10.com. That's the Dave Ellswick Classic Movie for December. <laughs> In January, we feature Gone with the Wind. Yes. Tickets are on sale now. And in February, we have Casablanca. Those tickets are on sale now at Riverdale10.com. in March. March looks to be Godfather. Godfather. Godfather in March. And I was, we're going to do Wizard of Oz in July. Yep. And I was going to see if you might want to do Titanic in April. That's on the anniversary of when the ship sailed. (laughs) And possibly, possibly Jaws in June. Because that's when Jaws the came out. The biggest blockbuster, the, the movie that came gave us the whole term summer blockbuster. So I'm thinking Titanic April, Jaws June. So think about that. Maybe some listeners might want to call in, but that's kind of what I'm thinking yes. if you agree. We need a bigger vote. Yeah, okay. April, Titanic, Jaws in June maybe. But Gone with the Wind in January and Casablanca in February already on sale. And those white Christmas tickets for Tuesday, December the 10th, 7 o'clock, on sale, Riverdale10.com. Now... If you're up north in the big city of Searcy, you can find us at CerseCinema.com. Searcy features luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating. Got that same full food menu in Searcy. Okay, the, I'm going to make you wait to talk, talk to them. The menu I just listed is at all four locations. Okay, keep that in mind. We'll come back. We'll find out what's playing in Searcy over the weekend. Plus... Charlie's Angels should be a cautionary tale for the people who are thinking about doing this sequel. We'll talk about it when we come back on the Dave Ellswick Show.
Let's get into this uh, last half hour with Matt Smith. The first it. hour went fast. Always does. This uh, half hour will go even faster. And I'll tell you why, as you get older, it seems to you that life moves faster. I'll tell you the scientific reason for that. They just came out with a story about that today. With that in what? my what? pocket. Yeah. What? Have you Have you noticed that as you've gotten older, life seems to go faster? Well, what's changed for me is how fast time seems to move now that i got the two little ones. Okay. You know, before that, uh, I didn't have them marking time. But now that i got a two-year-old and a seven-year-old as of yesterday, she's seven, um, time does seem to fly. Before then, it did not seem to move as fast, but now they change so quickly at the ages that they are. It just seems like, whoa. Now, like get, today, get ready. I'm going to tell you why today. you hear people say, man, it's already December. Well, today, um, my son just started walking around the house with his toothbrush saying, Daddy brushed teeth. Daddy brushed teeth. Daddy brushed teeth. <laughs> brushing his teeth. And so he's two, and now he's putting together like three-word sentences. And so he just, that was just, that was a big thing today, and he was doing that. But, you know, a week ago, he would not have put those three words together. Right. So it just, boom, 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 how fast it changed. Tell me. you got to tell me now. Just tell me. Just tell me why. It's It deals with physics. Okay. And what it is is that you do not make memories as quickly as you get older because your brain and the, 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 the uh, synapses in mm-hmm. your brain – don't fire as quickly as they do when you're a young child. For instance, okay. if you look at a little baby, you watch mm-hmm. their eyes. Okay. They're just moving yes. like crazy. Yes. Because they're bringing all those images in, and they can they can process them. That's true. We don't do it. So it's, those images are going, there's a, a longer delay between those images, and thus it seems like things move faster. Really? Yep. Yeah. That's what it is. It's science. It is science. It's science. Okay. Well, um, I can I can see that. Of course, you know. Also, when you're young, everything's new to you, and so you know, there's so much that you haven't experienced. That's another thing it, that they talk about. Yeah, I think it imprints on you so much more the first time you do something. You know. And then as you get older, there's not all that much that's new anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. What's new now, and what what what's new now, and what excites me is just the wonder. In the eyes of my two kids. Of course. It's just mind It's fun watching your children grow up. How cool they think stuff is. You know, like Santa Claus is still obviously way off the chain real to the two-year-old, but the (laughs) seven-year-old still believes. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, he... Like we went to have some Christmas pictures made. I'll be sending you a Christmas card. And Santa Claus was showing my two-year-old his pocket watch. Ah. And that was just the coolest thing in the world santa claus pocket watch it was just a big deal so yeah it, it, it's it's crazy how 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 i agree with you 100 percent. the time is just i mean you and i have been doing film now for almost 20 years together. i know it's Isn't crazy it's kind of scary it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> it's kind of scary it's crazy. i mean we've had these classics on for a long time yes we have you know we've had a relationship for a long yes we have time so you know and and you're just like really you know i i, I wish i could remember and i can't the first one we did. I wish I had that written down somewhere. You know, 
I, I mean, think the third one we did was Easy Rider. Oh, man, it was such a great Because remember, I had the guy ride in on the motorcycle. That was so good. Man, I love that movie. <laughs> love that movie. i tell you what. Okay, okay, so are we talking about what's Cersei. playing in? Okay, we're talking about Cersei real quick, and then we're going to talk about this bomb sequel. Yeah, okay. man, I'm predicting a bomb. Okay, up in the great north, Cersei Cinema. Okay, it's CerseiCinema.com. We're playing Frozen 2 PG. It's on two screens. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, Ford versus Ferrari, Midway, Playing with Fire, PG from Paramount Pictures. We're still playing The Good Liar. Last Christmas is still on the screen. And, of course, we have Zach's number one favorite film from 2019, Charlie's Angels. <laughs> That's on. CerseiCinema.com. Buy your tickets there. We feature luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating. Full food menu, same menu at all four locations. You can get that free popcorn bucket and use it at all four locations. Sign up for rewards, points, also redeemable at all four locations. You can get a gift card from the website or at the theater. Give that to your favorite person for a wonderful holiday stocking stuffer surprise. You can get a virtual e-card or we can give you an old school plastic gift card. Get those online or get those at the cinema. Uh, check out the full food menu. Watch that at the website. Sign up for the email newsletter. Of course, you want to like the Facebook page and follow events. Get the Theater Group Inc. free mobile app. Wednesday, Knives Out starts. Those tickets are already on sale. And Dave wanted me to mention that uh, on Thursday, December 13th, we have Jumanji, the next level. Yeah, that's going to be a big hit. And on uh, Friday, December the 20th, the new Star Wars film. Also starting Friday, December the 20th, Cats. It's PG. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on uh, December the 13th is Black Christmas, a little horror film from Universal. And uh, Spies in Disguise comes out Christmas Day, as well as Bombshell. So be looking for those. Uh, information is available for all those movies on our website, CerseiCinema.com. Now, all of our theaters are open for daily matinee showtimes, discount tickets today, Friday the 22nd through Sunday, December 1st. Uh, doors opening at um, uh, 12.30 in the afternoon in Searcy, and doors are open at 9.30 a.m. in Little Rock Cabot and Hot Springs all week next week. First showtime hitting the screen at 10 a.m. Check the website for further information. And now, without further ado, Dave is going to tell us about this super awesome sequel that he's looking forward to. Oh, yeah. I'm really <coughs> looking forward to it. First of all, let's talk a little bit about the new Charlie's Angels. Okay. Okay. Kirk, all right. If we must. Kirk, if we you must. You got Kirsten Stewart. Okay. You have Elizabeth Elizabeth Banks and mm. some other lady. Some other lady. That plays one of the angels, That tells right? you the star power she's got. That's we what got I'm saying. Elizabeth Banks. We got Kristen. And then there's this other girl in this thing. I don't know who she is. Okay. Okay. So we follow. you roll this back and uh-huh. you go to 2000. Okay. McGee is the director, mm-hmm. and he puts together Drew Barrymore, mm-hmm. Lucy Liu, and Cameron Diaz as mm-hmm. his Charlie's Angels. So you've got three female actresses that are at the height of their popularity in movies. I couldn't agree more. Okay, so is Kirsten, is Kristen Stewart at the height of of her popularity right now and the answer is no after she finished up with the sparkly vampires uh there she's done stuff that people would say are art house 
motion pictures. Who? Yeah. Kristen, Kristen Stewart. 100%. You're spot on. Okay. I couldn't agree more. Keep going. Okay. You got Elizabeth Banks, and the only thing that she's really known for is the uh, 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 Hunger Games. And okay. not what I would consider a huge, huge star. And, the, and like I said, I can't, I can't even remember she what the last She wasn't a lead in those movies, but she was around. Okay. 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 Bill Murray mm-hmm. was Bosley mm-hmm. in the 2000 edition. So okay. what I'm saying, you had a great cast. You had peop, uh, women that were known by More uh, than known. Folks. They were big. Yeah, they were big. Huge, huge. Big uh, box office draws. Okay. And so you got all that going on, and you bring up this this remake without that kind of star power, and remember that the movie uh, Charlie's Angels was made in two thousand. That's eighteen years ago, nineteen years ago. How many people of really movie going age remember Charlie's Angels? I'm just asking. And plus, you got a sequel of that in 2003, so that was 16 years yeah. ago. Okay. I mean, so you got that. Okay, so let me tell you the movie that they're thinking about doing a sequel of. And if it had been done a couple of years later, I would have said, this is guaranteed to be a huge hit. They're going to do it 25 years later, and I guarantee you it will suck gas at the box office. They're talking about doing The Mask 2, not a reboot a sequel jim carrey is being talked about that he is very interested in doing it i'm not hearing that cameron diaz that was her first movie i don't hear that she's interested in doing it i don't know who the director is going to be but i'm just telling you 25 years the youth they don't even know who uh, you know the mask is and what it's about if it was two years later, it'd be like Ace Ventura, built in big, big money. Not this time around. Twenty-five years, mm-mm, ain't gonna happen. I've laid out my case. Okay, so <laughs> the prosecution rests, I guess. I do rest, just okay. This okay. Um, here's my thing, and 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 there's there's a first. Do I make a pretty solid case? Absolutely, but I can't this. just off the bat agree. I mean, I've got to <laughs> throw a bone to the listener. Yeah, and yeah. They just want me to say, okay, man, and move on to the next deal. No, seriously, I, I, I'm on the same page you are, and the issue I have is this constantly going back, and I understand why the studios do it. There's a couple of reasons. First of all, you've got the intellectual property. And so you you already have the intellectual property rights, whatever that source material is. Maybe it's a book. Maybe it's a comic. Maybe it's a graphic novel. Maybe it's a short story. (coughs) Maybe it's a TV show or it's a previous movie, right? (coughs) Excuse me. So you have the intellectual property that you already own the rights to, so it makes it easier to go back to that. Uh, In addition to that, if it's a sequel to a movie, then you feel like there's a built-in audience there, whether that audience got got there by the discovery at the box office, which would be 25 years ago. That's a long shot. Hey, man, believe it. Or if the the audience has looked at it, you know, from a home viewing standpoint. So it's easy for the studio to go back 
and and mine that intellectual property that they already own. I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm just saying that it's easy. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, they have the rights. They don't have to license it. They don't have to negotiate. They don't have to try to you know nab this new piece of intellectual property to make a film based on. They've got that. That makes it easy. They feel like there could be a built-in audience. I think they do that too much. I think there's too many sequels. I think there's too many reboots. I think there's too much of that. I think that there is a a hunger out there for original content. I agree with you on that. But one of the reasons you've got these reboots and these rehashes and these sequels of this intellectual property, one thing, they've worked in the past. You know, up until very, very recently, uh, doing a sequel, doing a part two, doing a part three, doing a part four has has worked. Correct. So once you've hit, you know, you, you hit a, a bases loaded home run the first time, the second time you get a triple, then a double, you know, you do it until there's nothing left. That's what they've done in the past. That's why they've tried to continue to do that. That's one reason they do it. The other reason is you've got all this home content now with these streaming services and everybody's trying to knock Comcast Cable, DirecTV, and Dish uh, just knock them out, kill them, do away with them. You know, just 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 end those guys. So everybody's launching their own streaming service, and then also, of course, your your fourth target there is Netflix. Once you get past those three, uh, and because of that, there is a hunger for content on all these streaming services. Whether we're talking about Disney Plus or AT and T, Time Warner is going to launch HBO Plus, where everything that AT&T, Time, and Warner Brothers Studios owns is going to be on that streaming service. Uh, NBC, Comcast, Universal Studios is going to launch uh, this Peacock streaming service that they have. And then, of course, you got Apple TV, you got Netflix, uh, all that stuff's floating around out there. And all of those guys are looking for content. And, you know, you make a sequel, the sequel doesn't work at the box office, then that shows up on a streaming service that gives that streaming service content. It's easy to do. But the 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 side effect to that, the backlash to that is the audience now <clears throat> is extremely sophisticated. Not so much overseas, because a lot of the things that the studios used to do in the United States is still working overseas. I mean, you better believe these sequels, man, are, are huge still overseas, right? The Shaw brothers have proven that. Hey, a lot of these a lot of these 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 countries are just now getting multiplex cinemas. Just now getting the cool seats, just now getting the cool sound. You take a country like India or China, um, some places, Sri Lanka, uh, Taiwan, that either didn't have movie theaters in some some towns or some cities or had a lot of old one screens, and you start dropping in these cool multiplexes with, you know, real D, 3D, and Dolby Atmos sound and some awesome seats, and people are turning up. Oh, you know, yeah. They're going, you know. Um, so, so a lot of this stuff is still working, and when you're talking about Sri Lanka or Taiwan or or – um, India or, or some places in China, just about anything on the screen sells, you know, because it's just the aspect of going to the movies. Saudi Arabia is just now getting movie theaters. Right. So when those movie theaters open in Saudi Arabia, they'll go watch anything yeah. because they've never got to go to the movies they've before. they've never seen it before. They've never got to go to the movie theater before. So it's a big deal. I mean, you know, it's just like uh, you don't have bars and you don't have alcohol in Saudi Arabia. And so going to McDonald's and Burger King and, and KFC. It's a big deal. It's a night out. Those places have gold toilets and marble floors. I'm not kidding. McDonald's looks like the Trump Tower over there. Yeah. Yeah. So anything is going to sell tickets there when those cinemas open. All right. Hold your thought. Okay. We'll come back. 
hear more of what Matt has to say. I say the mask, too, is a bad idea. We'll finish up our discussion on that in a moment here. Oh, by the way, you have Disney Plus. I'll talk about that as well here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Okay, so just my my belief that if they do do the mask, uh, a sequel to it, I don't think it's going to be. I'm not saying it won't make some money. Yeah, but I, it, you know, if they're thinking it's going to blow up the box office, well, that's what uh, you know Elizabeth Banks and the people yeah. behind uh, Charlie's Angels thought as well, and it did less than nine million dollars the first weekend. It got its head handed to it. It got its, you know, what kicked badly 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 and uh, you got beat by a uh, uh, a motorsport movie of all things well it is a good movie don't get me wrong though ford versus ferrari is great yes um so anyway they're mining the intellectual property because one that still makes them money in overseas markets outside the united states and two it gives them content to either put on their own streaming service or license to a another streaming service and there's a pipeline there for that and those streaming services are starving to death for those things that being said i think the repetitive reboot remake and sequel phenomenon is not working at the american box office i think american audience is very sophisticated now uh we got the information superhighway everybody knows what's going on uh americans are looking for something different americans are looking for original content now you can take Americans are looking for uniqueness. Yes. You can take something like Joker and you can take that original content that is a DC comic content and it's intellectual property that's owned by Warner Brothers and you could throw it back to old school Batman and they made a bazillion Batman movies, but you can take that intellectual property and turn it on its head and make something that is truly original. Okay, and it works. But if they knew how to do that consistently, you'd never make a bad movie. You'd always have a hit. Oh yeah. So I understand why studios are doing it because they're going to put money in the bank overseas and they're going to get that content eventually. Mask two. Maybe it sells in China. Maybe it sells in Japan. Maybe it right. sells in South Korea. And they're going to put it on a streaming service. But I think those things don't work that well at the box office. You just mentioned Ford versus Ferrari. Very hard to get that movie made. They had to work at it. I uh, had to get two big-name actors on there to get that story told. That's correct. But they tell the story. It's an awesome story. The movie's incredibly good. The special effects, the visuals, the story's a true story. Audience turns out for it. Is number one at the box office. It was a great film. Yep. Midway Can't, did well at the box office. Midway was number one. Came out Veterans Weekend. That was a good movie. That was very well done. Yes, I agree. I think it's harder to get those projects going but if the sequel itis okay if the sequel burn rate uh continues to be what it has been this year then you'll see the studios move in a different direction i just think that there's there's a there's a midpoint in the box office that we're missing and and i've talked to you about this before like like we've talked about diversity in film i want films and movies 45 seconds that'll hit everybody Young, old, male, female, any type of person, I want them to be able to see themselves on the screen, mm-hmm. right? So I think a wide diversity of films need to be made, right? I I just think there's a gap in there. We've got these huge blockbusters at one end. The big tent poles. And small independent films at the other. 
and that mid-level, mid-budget, middle-of-the-road film, not enough of those get made. Matt, always a pleasure having him here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Go out and see a movie this weekend. You know that that family next door is going to go see Frozen. Don't make it so that your kid can't talk to their kids about it. All right. Riverdale10.com. Keep that in mind. And Disney Plus, yes, I am signed up for Disney Plus. I love it, and I watch it while I'm lying in bed before I go to sleep and watch it on my Kindle HD Fire. With that said, let's get to the news. Matt, I'll see you in a couple Thank of weeks. Thank you. It was great uh, having Matt in here today because we get talking about, I think, aspects of the entertainment industry. Sometimes that people sitting over dinner might discuss and why certain things happen, and he's right. A lot of people are tired of uh, the reboots and the the sequels and, and all of going on in the movies, and, uh, you know, it's not cheap to go to the movies anymore exactly i go you know i go to the movies with uh, linda and i'm going to spend around 50 bucks for my tickets a big pail of popcorn with my bucket that i've got uh, through uh, uh the uh the cinema in uh, in cabot and mm-hmm. a, a large diet coke and we're gonna sit and watch the movie or whatever now if i get there and i haven't had a chance to eat I might buy a pizza, and that's going to add to the cost. I'm just telling you, it's not as cheap to go to the movies as it used to be. Right. So people are more fickle about what they pick to spend their money on. You have to be. You, you can't go see all the movies anymore at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, unless you're independently wealthy, it's just not possible and anymore. Then you, and then you got like say, right now you have – you know, Ford versus Ferrari, Frozen 2. You have so many good movies coming out this week and next week, and you got to be fickle about that. Yeah, I have to make up my mind what I'm going to watch because you can't miss it on the big screen. For instance, uh, there are people that are going to say, Dave, you're crazy. You're going to go see the last Star Wars movie. Well, why wouldn't I? Exactly. I've been I've been sold on this whole franchise from its inaugural launch in the seventies. And I've been following the story of Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia and and all the rest of the uh the characters. So I want to see how it plays out in the end. Yeah. And because of the great special effects from Lucas Art Arts and, and whatnot, I'm gonna wanna see it on a big the biggest screen that I can see it on. That's where I, I, I want to go. I mean, if if uh, uh, Matt opened up uh, an IMAX theater, I'd go to the IMAX all the time to see some of these movies. I mean, for instance, I'll tell you, in the future, on IMAX, I probably would like to go see Maverick. That's going to be incredible. Oh, yeah. On a big screen, Definitely. that would be incredible with the, the planes and whatnot. Uh, but I'm not going to go, even if it had been really, really good, I'm not going to take my time to go to IMAX to watch, uh, you know, Charlie's Angels. I don't care if it's the 2000 version or the recent version. Uh, that's that's not what I'm going to do. So, you know, it, it's a whole thing of, of, of figuring out what you want to see. Uh I'm a huge Terminator fan. You all figured that out from following uh, the show and 
Uh, Dark Fate, I thought, was a great movie. I thought it was well done. It was a very entertaining film. And uh, I would have liked to have seen that on IMAX. I think I would have really enjoyed that on IMAX. But uh, I ended up just going to the theater there in Cabot and seeing it on one of Matt's big screen theaters. Now, there's some of these movies I don't worry about not seeing them on the big screen. Melissafent, for instance. Haven't gone to see that yet. Want to see it, like the first one, but I'll get it when it comes out on DVD and I'll watch it on my uh, my uh, 65-inch flat screen. That's what I'll do. What can I say? Is, it, is that kind of how you work it out in your own mind? Uh, I do. Like I said, you know, like right now with all these movies coming out, I determine, you know, you know, of course cost, but... You know, is it really worth it to go watch it on the big screen? Yeah. Because, you know, if it's a movie that's going to, it's probably great, but still, you know, I can wait to go to watch it on my home screen. For instance, I, I want to see Midway. Yeah. And I want to see it on the big screen. Just so happens, I came down with this problem with my foot and uh, this crap that's in my bloodstream that I get rid of. Uh, if it's still here next week, I will probably sneak out and go see it. And see another movie, probably Joker for you. Yeah, I want to see the Joker. By the way, it was just uh, uh, given the green light for part two. Actually, those reports are not true. Oh, they're not yet. They're not true because IGN and also Todd Phillips and the several other people with the movie, they came out and said, you know, those are not true. Oh, how interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, that blew up yesterday morning. Yeah, it was a big, big story. It was. Because my question is, if they do a sequel, do they work it into the Batman universe then? The thing, what I've been reading is that if they do a sequel, it still won't feature Batman. They'll, they'll, they'll milk that until they have to do it to keep it really going. I wonder how you can follow up a movie like this, though. Yeah, I haven't it's even great. seen it. I got to see it. You know, it's... Okay, who we got on line uh, one there? Is that John? Yes. All right, let's talk to John. Hey, John, how are you? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, doing pretty good. Hey, Dave, yeah, one of the things I was uh, thinking about while you are talking about cost, uh, some of us with kids and stuff, man, it's, it's a hassle for me and my wife to be able to try to find people to watch our kids. And yeah. Come up with times to be able to do it and... Like that in itself is a headache enough to be able to try to plan out, you know, something that we've been wanting to watch, you know, and sometimes it makes it to where we're not even able to go. So we have to be really picky about what we actually go watch. Yeah, well, there's nothing worse than paying the amount that you're going to pay to go see a movie at the cinema. And I'm, I'm look, I'm not bitching about that. I willingly pay money to go see movies. But the, the thing is, you go to it. You've made all the, the necessary arrangement, like you said, for the kids to be babysat. Uh, you've probably gone out and had dinner. Now you're at the movie, you're watching the movie, and it stinks. That really will sour you fast. Absolutely. Yeah, and when there's, uh, I was, you were talking about that Disney Plus, and I was wondering what, what all they had, because they've acquired so many studios, like they've, they've acquired Fox and everywhere, everyone else, and because, like, there are a lot of streaming services I have that I, I don't pick anything. Like, whenever a new show comes out, since their proprietary uh, company is owned by Disney now, I, the stuff doesn't even go to the streaming service that I buy anymore. I was just wondering if if it's all just, like, the Disney, like, kid stuff. What no, no. All- no, 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 no. It's, uh, it's original programming, like The Mandalorian, 
Uh, that's uh, their their new one that's kind of in the Star Wars universe. Then they've got the Marvel universe. Then they've got the Disney universe. I mean, they've got it all. I mean, they've got Fox. I mean, they've got it all. They have classics and a bunch of all. I mean, just a bunch of everything. They yeah. really do. The only, the only right. was, go ahead. That's what I was wondering about. That's what I was wondering because a lot of the Fox programming and stuff, like you pick up the older stuff that was uh, before it was copyrighted to, to Disney or underneath their subsidiary. Yeah, well, I'll tell you. Here's the here's the key. What kind of television do you have? Do you have a Vizio? Uh, no, negative. I I, I, I use Fire Stick, but I have a. It, I have a 65-inch TV, but it's just not a smart TV. Okay, well, I've got a smart TV, but it's not so smart when it comes to Disney+. Plus. I can't get Disney+, Plus on my 65-inch Vizio. I watch it on my uh, uh, my HD Fire... Uh, uh, Fire stick. Stick that I got at home. Uh, it's ridiculous. Vizio uh, doesn't make it possible to get all of the apps that you need for all of these different shows, and they have got to make that patch, and I hope they make it as soon as they can. Yeah, when you were talking about it, I was even wondering, because uh, through the DVD players and stuff in the other rooms, that's how I make it to where like, the kids can watch any of the Nickelodeon stuff and whatever. Uh-huh. But, I, you know, I don't... I had to uh, yeah, talk about, but... That's good. I'm just telling you, Disney Plus, I think, is the right way to go because a lot of the stuff that they're carrying is stuff that I personally want to watch. And I've got a I've got a dozen grandkids. So when they come to my house, guess what's going to be on the television? Uh, I got gotcha. you. That's yeah, what's going to be uh, there. Are all their uh, cartoons and stuff available on that? Basically, just- yes. The only the only movie that you will not be able to see on Disney Plus is Song of the South. Okay. That's the only one. All righty. Well, I appreciate it, Dave. All right. You have a great weekend. Go out and enjoy a movie and uh, and watch because there's a lot of good movies this weekend. For the family, Frozen 2. That's a no-brainer. just seems to me it's a no-brainer. All right. A break. Then we'll come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right. I just was reading something here, uh, Zach, and you being the wrestling aficionado that you are. Stone Cold Steve Austin has begun a podcast. Yeah. Called Skull Crusher. Mm-hmm. All right. His first, his first guest is Mark Calloway, who he refers to as the, the Taker. No, not Undertaker. He just calls him the Taker. Well, that's what he calls him, the Taker. And, of course, that is The Undertaker. Mark Calloway is uh, from up around uh, East Grand Forks uh, up there in Minnesota. And I've met him a couple of times. I've, I had him on my show when I was doing my show uh, in North Dakota. And uh, he's a, a really great guy. 30-year career. 30-year career. ESPN was talking to him about the show, but here was the interesting thing that came out of this. They asked Steve... It seems like a lot of guys from your era are coming back and wrestling again. Do you think you have one more match under your belt still available? And uh, Steve Austin says, I'd be happy to give you a two-letter answer. N-O. No. 
it's like people say, though, it's show business and in the wrestling business, it's never say never. If you ask me, Steve, do you have a couple of stunners, a couple of right hands, or do you have some hell-raising left in you? Absolutely, I do. But just to go in there and lace them up and go in there for a 15, 20-minute match? No, man, I don't, nor do I want to. I did what I did, and in WrestleMania 19, that was my last match with The Rock. Fantastic match. And he beat me one, two, three, right in the middle of the ring. Took three rock bottoms, but that was the last match that Stone Cold Steve Austin will ever have. Now, that was back in 2003. Yes, it was. All right. He says, does watching the current product and some of the great athletes and some of the great characters out there give you the urge ever? Says Stone Cold. I DVR all the shows. Sometimes I'll watch live or I'll go back and watch something if someone tells me, hey, man, go watch this match. And I'll watch that match and my wife will be watching me. I'm leaning in and punching and leaning back and she goes, what are you doing? Why are you moving like that? And I say, I'm just watching the match. She's like, yeah, but you're acting like you're doing the match. I'm into it. I do that all the time. I think I have something left in me. Not a match, but I still enjoy watching the guys and gals do their thing. Is there anyone in particular you'd want to work an angle with or a segment? Said, no, I'm not going to name names. As soon as I do that, Everybody is going to start making these fantasy matches. A few weeks back on my podcast, I was kind of just giving a physical assessment of where I am because everyone thinks that all the guys are just beat to shreds, and by and large, many of us are. But I was simply stating, hey, man, as far as the pain level, I feel good. Most times on a 1 to 10, I don't even register it as a 1. So I said, in theory, I could have a match. Because physically, I'm in good shape. So now all of a sudden, I get taken out of context and people start saying I'm fishing for a dream match. Like, God dang, I opened a whole other can of worms with that. You just don't want to do another match. No, the expectations would be off the charts. We talk about what it takes for the taker to get ready for a match. You'll hear that discussed on the Broken Skull Sessions after the Survivor Series. The wrestling business, for me, it's very addictive. I was hooked on that business, and I loved it. As many years as I've been away from the business, I have fond memories of it, whereas when I was forced to take myself out of the equation, I had a hard time dealing with that. So why go back and get so immersed in that world knowing that it would be a short road and the build-up and then the match? I just think when it was all said and done, it would be anticlimactic for me. I don't have anything to prove. People can judge me on the career that I had, so I'd rather leave well enough alone being this simple answer. So he doesn't put it completely out of the realm of never happening, but I think we have to probably understand that Stone Cold Steve Austin probably will not crawl back in the ring again anytime soon. Yeah, because he had a bad neck. And like I said, going back to that last match against The Rock in 2003, 16 years ago, 
He was wrestling that match with a bad neck, and um, he really wasn't himself. There's been videos, and he's even talked about he just had to get through that match, and that mm-hmm. was a really good match. Oh, yeah, it's a fantastic it was match. Really, and I mean, The Rock put a stunner on him. He's put three rock bottoms on him. Stone Cold put the rock bottom on The Rock. He did. They did each other moves. The Rock put his put his vest on during the match, and um, it was great. It was fantastic. That was a really good final match for him. The only way that I see someone like Stone Cold coming back is the way that the Hulk and Nature Boy have come back, where they've got their own teams and they're showing up at the matches uh, for Raw and you know SmackDown and, and whatnot. I I could see that. And how these younger bucks that are out there are making fun of the Hulk and making fun of the Nature Boy by mimicking their trademarks back in the day. I mean, that's been some of the fun, most fun I've watched on SmackDown on Friday nights is the guys, you know, doing the, the Hulkster thing at him and stuff. That's hilarious. Yeah, there's this guy out there on the indie scene. I can't think of his name right now, but you're talking about a guy who could mimic or imitate Ric Flair, Macho Man, and I can't think of the other wrestler. He can mimic all these, all three wrestlers to a T. He's man. fantastic. I'm going to get his name, but... I mean, macho Man, come on, man. Yes, man. He's, they call him El Machismo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this so or black machismo. I mean, this guy he can imitate, like I said, Randy Savage and Ric Flair to a T. Did you did you see a couple of weeks ago? I have not been able to watch this week uh, on uh, SmackDown or on Raw, but Rey Mysterio has shown up again. Have you seen that? I thought he was retiring or so. He's or back. Okay, he's he's into a main storyline again, which kind of surprised me. Yeah, I was talking about uh, him one night to Linda because Linda's not a wrestling fan. I'm a wrestling fan. I love that stuff. I and she says, "Why do you like this?" You can tell that they're not really hitting each other and stuff. You know, I said, "Well, sometimes they're not hitting themselves. A lot of times they are hitting each other." Ask John Stossel about that. But the the thing that uh, that I don't think she understands it's more about all of the showbiz that goes on around it. I mean, look, Stone Cold Steve Austin is an athlete. The Rock is an athlete. All these guys were at, Shawn Michaels was an athlete. Kurt all these Angle. Guys, yeah, all these guys were great athletes. But you can be the best wrestler, but you better be good on the mic. You better be able to sell it. If you can't sell it, Nobody wants to see you. That's true. There's been so many great talent, you know, like I say, wrestling-wise. Like, you just put them in the match where they don't talk for 20 minutes. They could, I mean, they could put on a fantastic match for you just for a weekly television program. And people are bored by that. Yeah. You know, you got to be able to carry it. The guys that I'm kind of interested, uh, finding interesting, who's the guys that are saying, talking about the smoke? Who are the guys that are on there always talking about the, we want the smoke. Well, you talk the oh that's that that's that's current today's dialogue. Um, they're yeah they're I mean they're uh, they're tag team. I know who you're talking about. Wow, I mean they're they're like rapping when they're walking in the audience and everything. The, oh my goodness gracious, the prophets or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I know who you're talking about. See, they got it. They understand it. You know, they understand that it's more than being able to get out there and 
bounce around off the ropes and do the flips and stuff. Well, you got to find your lane because let's say you take that tag team, but if you put them in a the match, they're not as good as that other tag team. However, they can make their they create their own path by being great on the mic, being able to talk to people, sell something, and so yeah. I mean, I mean, look. Let me take you back several years. Gorgeous George, another example of somebody. He sucked in the ring. I'm just telling you, he was not a good wrestler. But man, he sold it to the women, and he pissed off all the men. And he was great. It's like Val Venus. He was oh the same gosh. way. You said Val Venus. Oh my goodness! I, I mean, think about Sun- him. Sunday night heat every night. You know, before Sunday night football, six o'clock. Man, oh my gosh, I can't believe you said Val Venus. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> he was great, though. <laughs> oh my God. He sold that, man. Same thing with Mankind. How many, ta- how many different characters did Mick Foley sell? Yeah. He sold a lot of them. The Rock wasn't a great wrestler. He wasn't a great wrestler, but I mean, because of his mic skills, and he can get away. He's, he's an incredible athlete. How many people remember the first time you saw Johnson? Get up on the turnbuckle, lean back, and do you smell what the rock is cooking? There was just something about that and the way he did it. Even even when he, even when he was hit. a heel, even when he was supposed to be a bad guy, yeah. people loved him. Yeah, he, he would go great. to each town and sing to them, like to Toronto or Sacramento. And I mean, he would sing to the crowd, say some evil things about them. But then 10 seconds later, they're cheering him. Yeah. He just he's just great. And now he's doing the same thing except as different characters in movies. And he's very, very successful. Black Adam. All right. We're gonna take a break. Yeah, I'll tell you what he just meant when he said that when we come back. So Dave Ellswick show, stick around, got a lot more coming your way here on 1011 FM, the answer. I didn't see the book. I'm just telling you. I'll get you the book. Yeah. We'll get you the book. I want to get him on the air and and talk about some of these stories about from World War II. What is he, 90? 95. 95 years old. Still pretty sharp, right? Yeah. Very. Yeah. That's good. Is this this an uncle? It's my uncle. He's in California. Okay. And he served over in the Pacific. Yes. Yes. And let me tell you what I've always said. My father served with Patton in Europe. All right, uh-huh. Third Army. And so I was always, always interested big time in uh, the European theater. And then I joined the military, uh, the Air Force, and my first station was on Guam. Uh-huh. And so I started reading up on the Pacific theater. And I started reading about the uh, the island hopping campaign mm-hmm. in the Pacific. 
Guam, Tinian, Saipan, those islands, Iwo Jima. And I was able to get out and go to these islands. And I can only tell you, as brutal as I know the European theater was, Mm -hmm. the fight in the Pacific had to be just unbelievably brutal. Mm. He he said he was... Uh, Japanese were coming down the hill yelling, Marines, you die, Marines, you die. Because they wouldn't say Marines. They'd say, right. Marines, you die, Marines, you die. Yep. yep. That's his book. Okay, so Frank Wright is his name. Right. He's not the architect. No. Okay, just making no, 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 sure. No. <laughs> just making sure. I wish sure. he was. <laughs> anyway, when we get to, and I'm looking here, I'm trying to figure out this, I'm looking at this picture, where is he talking about here? That kind of looks like Iwo. Yeah, he was at Iwo that's Jima. He, that's Iwo Jima yes, right there. there, and he was at Guam. Yeah. He, he in went Guam, in when he was 16 years old. When, when we went to war in the Pacific and started going on the island hopping campaign, when they got to Guam, which was one of the first islands they went to, because they needed an airstrip, right? You know, to be able to send bombers over the other islands. So you had uh, these guys going in there, and the Japanese had had three years to dig in. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were like the like trapdoor spiders, kind of like that. You know, they just pop up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I can tell you, just from personal experience, if you're on Guam, beautiful island number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, beautiful weather. I mean, uh, during the course of a normal day, about 83 degrees, sure. you get that China Sea breeze. Sure. It's just beautiful, except during monsoon season, yeah. and you're going to get three hours of rain every day. But it was beautiful until you got into the boonies. That's the jungle. They call it the boonies. And suddenly, the humidity went up to 120% or something. <laughs> it was like 97 degrees in there. You would just poor sweat Mm -hmm. it was that hot and you know we you see bamboo and it's i know you can see on on facebook it's about this big around that you see here in the united states there it's like this big around it's huge right it's huge growing in the rainforest areas and those people were well concealed and they had to dig them out Mm. and they weren't going to give up he talks a little bit about Bushido that in his book. Code. They gave him the name of Boondocker. He yeah. doesn't like to talk about it a lot, but it's he, they gave him that name because he, he would go out in there and find those. Because uh, the communication was very weak back then, and they wouldn't get notice that they have the island and all that. And so uh, he, would have to, he would have to fight them. I, I, I went in 1977. In 1976... Just a few months before I was there, the last Japanese troop surrendered Yes, on Guam. The guy was living in a little hole mm-hmm. there on the highland, and mm-hmm. he was dumpster diving. That's how he was staying alive. Right. Now, how crazy is that? Well, here's even crazier. He went back to Japan. And I don't, is it the president of Japan now, or it's not like the imperial god or anything like that, that, like they had in World War II. But they met his plane on the tarmac, on their knees, with a samurai sword. Wow. Wow. You tell me the Bushida code is dead. <laughs> I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, they're, they're got, I don't trust the Germans, and I don't trust the Japanese. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. All right.
right, Randy and Donna are here. They're going to tell you some great studies that are going on at Applied Research Center of Arkansas. It's always impressive to have here. Let me remind you, if you have diabetes type 1 or type 2, you if you can get involved in some of the plans that they have, some of this research that's going on, you should do so because um, it don't take much mm-hmm. to knock you off center and get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm a perfect example of it. My doctor told me, Dr. Uh, 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 what, uh, uh, I can't think of her over at the wound center right now, just off the top of my head. She told me that if I had come in a day later, I would have been suffering organ failure. Oh, my goodness. And she says, yeah, I know you said you were feeling good. Today. I was. I was feeling good. She said you wouldn't have the next day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, just know it can go sideways fast. Mm-hmm. That's how I lost a toe on my right foot, and that's how I got a two-inch, uh, well, the, the incision's eight inches long. Oh, my gosh. But they went about two and a half inches deep on the bottom of my foot to get all of the infection out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm, you gotta be careful so listen up to what donna tells you here you gotta pay attention <laughs> yeah some good stuff she's looking at me she knows she sees that I'm, I'm hooked up to a device that has a pump that feeds me antibiotics you know this here too donna let me i show this to you i'm reaching down here <laughs> i'm glad right. we're on radio today right here <laughs> oh man i got a wound vac a wound wow. vac. Mm-hmm. by the way this Pretty amazing device as mm-hmm. well. It sucks all the bad stuff out of where you're hurting. Mm-hmm. And uh, my uh, my surgeon yesterday, I went and saw him, said, man, you are way ahead of schedule. Yeah. Good. So I'm, I'm happy. Good. Well, we, had, we did a study that he was using something like that. So. Was it? Yeah. It was, pretty it was, impressive. It, was a device it really thing. is. It's yeah. pretty impressive. Uh-huh. When it's first really working. You don't want to watch it. I'm right. just telling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you go ahead, Donna. You, why don't you start <laughs> off? Let's talk. Uh, let's talk about the diabetes stuff you got first, because mm-hmm. you got a lot of good stuff about diabetics. We do. We have a lot of uh, diabetes uh, studies going on right now. We have a diabetic gastroparesis study, um, which you know people say, "Well, what is that?" That's kind of diabetics that have a slowing of your stomach. Um, and Glad it just that kinda, doesn't affect me. Exactly. Kind of feel bloated. Sometimes you have nausea. Sometimes you have vomiting. Sometimes you have both. Yeah. Um, uh, but the thing about this is that there's not much out there for diabetic gastroparesis. So um, this is a good study to get in. Um, you know, people um, all around do clinical trials, and a lot of people want to know, you know, why, why should I participate in a clinical trial? And that is to basically help medicine move forward. Um, and like you were just saying, it was, uh, it's interesting because clinical trials, we do blood work um, for these trials. We do other procedures that you have to have that go into the um, study itself. Uh, we've actually caught people that uh, didn't know their hemoglobin A1C was high like it was. We actually have people that, um, you know, uh, from their lab work that we did for the clinical trial that uh, they actually were significantly high. And so, you know, diabetes is not something you mess around with. No, it will it's not. affect every organ in your body if you don't take care of that. So, um, so I just had one uh, person uh, recently I had to contact to let him know that 
unfortunately, uh, he needed to see his doctor because his levels were too high to participate in the study. That's so, not good. That's not good, but it's ways that we can kind of find things out for people as well, too, and then we direct them to where they need to go. There's a lot of people that do qualify for the studies. So the diabetic gastroparesis, we also... Uh, the other big one we have is uh, the endometriosis study, which is uh, with the Cornerstone Clinic uh, crew that we uh, are working with. And uh, as with the diabetic gastroparesis, there's not a lot out there for endometriosis either, but there are a lot of women that suffer from this. Do they even know really what causes that? Not a whole lot. It's just, you know, sometimes women have it after childbirth, uh, if they've had, you know, any type of um uh, surgical procedures sometimes it can cause some scarring or whatever you know uh, but there's not a whole lot of treatment out there so women have to just kind of suffer through it so which is not fun that is not fun if you have something and they tell you mm-hmm. well we don't really have a treatment for that mm-hmm. what was the, the, the one i'm trying to think that women were suffering for many many years uh, and would have pain and and uh, discomfort and they didn't know what it was and then they came up with a name for it and then they said they didn't have any treatment for it but now that's like fibromyalgia that's what i was going to (laughs) say fibromyalgia i remember hearing so much about that in the 80s Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it was like doctors saying no it's psychosomatic Mm -hmm. you remember that yeah yeah, I mean, I was around then too. So yeah. I'm just <laughs> saying with that medical, but there are things that uh, nerve endings that people have problems with. That's why when we do clinical trials, we're trying to find treatments for these for people to be able to participate in and to hopefully get medical care uh, because it is definitely that you have to go through a series of lab tests, EKGs for safety values before you can actually even enter into the study. So yeah. How many times are you? Do people come in and they seem to be in good health, and then you start running them through tests, and you go, mm-hmm. hmm, "We got a problem here." Yeah. Have you had? We had that. Need to see yeah. your physician exactly. about and mm-hmm. talk to them about this. Or what happens is um, the the patient a patient may come in just for a flu shot, or they may come in for a sore throat. When the APN finishes treating them for that, then they'll look on the last sheet that says, "Oh, do you have?" diarrhea, constipation, diabetes, endometriosis, or whatever, and they may check the box yes, and they say, okay, we've treated you for this. Now let's talk about this because you may qualify for the study. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's why we have the walk-in clinic that we recruit from. People come in and they, you know, get treated for something with a a walk-in care, but then they see all the stuff that we have to offer in the specialty fields Mm -hmm. that we're working with the Doxone. Yeah, and and just so everybody knows, if we talk about something like kidney stones or low testosterone or gout or mm-hmm. whatever it might be, this is not the first rodeo on that particular problem. This right. is something that is down the road quite a ways. Right. In fact, mm-hmm. maybe only one step away from getting on the right. on the market. Right. Usually, there's four phases that the drug will go through. <clears throat> we usually catch them in phase two through four. Okay. So, and usually it's phase three or four, mm-hmm. and this that it's it's right before release. We're at the ending of the stages of the study before it's released to the public, and a lot of things are already out there, and they're using that drug, um, but they can't they can't use it specifically to treat this condition because it hasn't been approved. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Remember Viagra. Yeah, I was, was just going to bring that yes, up. Yes, it was. It was originally it was originally a heart 
you know, for your heart. Yeah, for angina. Yeah, and then the guys who were taking it found out what was going on. And yeah. they said, hey, you know, they said, well, <laughs> well the doc says, well, wow, we can treat this for melanasma, you know. And, yeah. And, of course, back then it was like, wow, what's that, you know. Yeah. And uh, what's I wish we were in study work then. <clears throat> so so uh, then they started to, to – to promote that for that type, but they had to go through the whole process of drug studies to make it to mm-hmm. where they could market it. It's the marketing for that. Yeah. Right. So and, it's all. You know, can all we say Pfizer? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did well. <laughs> a lot of money for that. So a lot of the drugs are stuff that's already in the in the in the market. People are already using. Is what I'm trying to say. Sure. But now they want to market it for this condition because they know it will work for that condition. Mm-hmm. So they have to do the drug study to tell it. What, what is – there's a term for that in the industry for a drug that works for more than one condition, but maybe, you know, the doctor has been telling people to take this drug, and it's not for it's the no, main thing. It's not on the label thing. for that yet. Yeah. Uh, like, it hasn't been approved yet for that particular. Yeah, because there's doctors who do that. Mm-hmm. Even today, they said it, it'll work. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a blood pressure medicine that if you take it, if you're prone to tremors, it will get rid of the tremors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not cleared for that. Right. Right. So that's what some of the studies are. I mean, we have several studies that are already out, and also as far as age indications, it may be out for a certain age group, but it's not out approved yet for you know a different age group so mainly pediatrics so which we actually have a constipation study going on right now that it's already approved for adults but they're trying to get it approved for for the pediatric age group as well okay that's the pediatric uh, irritable bowel sin- uh-huh. syndrome constipation mm-hmm. okay yeah and let me tell you what if you don't think constipation is a problem you've never had it really bad right. mm-hmm it is a major problem. All right, so Randy and Donna are going to be here for the hour with me. Oh, good. On the, uh, did you guys know you're going to be here? No, I, I didn't know. It okay. doesn't matter. We're good. And I promise I won't spend more time talking about the uh, the South Pacific, uh, but we're going to get your uncle on. I love I I talking I about that. Bring, After I, I read the book, uh, I, I was, it was like I didn't know all that. See, Daddy's gone. He 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 died years ago. And and did your dad talk much about World War Two? Yes. Did he? Yeah. My father did not. Yeah. My father. Yeah, my did dad not. was in the Air Force. He mm-hmm. told me he's trying to forget it. No. That's he, what my dad said. He mm. tried to forget it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As he was at Bastogne and a lot of other places that were not pretty. Yeah. Dad, Daddy did did electronics on airplanes. No, so that's he cool. Was, you know, but he, he was Air Force. I yeah, always he thought that's the right he way wasn't to do it. At the, front lines that's like, right because we no, uncle send, frank was we send our officers out to yeah. fight mm-hmm. all right we stay, <laughs> frank we stay was, behind this frank was lines. shot stabbed shot in the head shot in the shoulder it came out his other shoulder wow it was they wanted to cut off his arm and they told him no his arm is good today i mean and then they they, they, they said here's the thing they said oh you have what do they call battle fatigue not the post-traumatic stress they said oh you've got battle fatigue <laughs> yep so and he was i mean he was doing some crazy stuff when he kept got out of there He's you remember? razor blades and all that stuff do you remember Patton getting in so much trouble about that i don't know I don't he know. went into a field yeah. hospital and a guy was sitting there and said i just can't That's take right. it anymore general mm-hmm. i just can't i can't take it so he, he looked around of all the men and the guy he slapped lived in lowell indiana because i got to meet him and uh, he says, I deserve to be slapped by the way I said 
how I was I was feeling. But he said, I won't have you in here with these heroes and telling me your nerves just won't take it. And he took his gloves off mm-hmm. of his hand and he mm-hmm. he he beat him out of the out of the tent. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he didn't have battle fatigue back then. You just right. sucked it up and got on with the process. All right, we'll, we'll go. We'll come back. We'll talk. We're going to talk more about medicine. Okay, here on the Dave Ellswick Show, Randy and Donna are here from Applied Research Center of Arkansas. <laughs> All right, we got two minutes before we get to the news at the bottom of the hour, and Randy and Donna will be back with us in the next hour, half hour, to talk more about Applied Research Center of Arkansas. Uh, before I, I go any further, let me just ask, how about the flu? Are you seeing a lot of flu fly flu, in? Yes, flu's coming around already. Okay. Mm-hmm. They sure. took care of that for me in the hospital. They came in and said, have you had your flu shot, Mr. Ellswick? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. She had the needle behind sure. her back. Already oh, yeah. had it. <laughs> yeah, I got the double. I got the double dose. I'm 66 now. Mm-hmm. I know I sound like I'm 26. All right, but no, I'm 66. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they gave me that shot. It's wow. like a double booster or something like that. They don't mm-hmm. want me to even get a chance of getting the flu. Yeah. No, it's bad news. <laughs> Flu's not fun. Yeah, it never is. Never has been. And uh, you know, people say, "Well, I'm not going to take it because you know they never get the mixture correct and all that." Let me just tell you what. Taking the flu shot is better than not taking the flu shot because if you get the flu and it's not the exact strain, that's okay. At mm-hmm. least the shot will slow it down a little bit mm-hmm. and it won't nail you to the floor. Right. We actually had a dad uh, come in. Uh, the whole family had the flu. Oh. But he had the flu shot. He didn't get it this year. Wow. So. Yeah, so that proves the fact there. Yeah, I got to get Terry Yamauchi on to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, he deals with that, and he's one of the foremost infectious disease guys that mm-hmm. you'll meet here locally and uh, have him come in and, and talk about it. But he'll say, you take the shot, it can't hurt you. Yeah. But it sure can hurt you if you don't, if you don't. take the shot, mm-hmm. if you get this stuff full on. All right, so Randy, Donna, make yourself comfortable. We got five minutes, then we're going to come back. For the next 60 seconds, I'm going to get uh, our listeners over to hear the news, see what's happening in the world. What have we missed? Well, there wasn't an impeachment hearing today. Isn't that a nice thing? I'm glad that that hopefully is over. Here's the news. Okay, let's, let's talk about some different conditions people have. And uh, it's different now than it used to be. I remember I used to have problems with acid indigestion constantly, Mm -hmm. and they put me on some different medicines back in the day, and then came Prilosec, Mm -hmm. or Nexium, Mm -hmm. and it changed everything. GERD is a real deal, is it not? Right, it is. Yeah, people have lots of problems with that. They can have the burning and... The throat burning and waking you up at night. I don't have just any back teeth because of GERD. <laughs> because I'd be sleeping at night and I'd have, you know, you know, stomach acid mm-hmm. come up and into my mouth. Right. And it ate away the enamel of my teeth. Mm-hmm. Literally. Wow. Right. It, it's pretty bad. You think what it's doing to the inside of your Yeah. <laughs> think about what it does to your esophagus. <laughs> Ooh, you know, that can be pretty pretty hard. You know what it means when I say Barrett's esophagus? Yes. Right? I got a little bit of that down, mm-hmm. down by my stomach. Yeah. They you got to be careful that. with that, too. They look at it every once in a while. Yeah. You they said, you're cool, them. Dave. 
Keep on top of that one. Yeah, 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 because that's the next step is right. stomach cancer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that C word at all. So anyway, with, with that said and done, talk about this GERD study. What is it that, uh, that well, this does? Well, the GERD study, uh, we're actually enrolling in now. You have to be uh, 18 years and older. Um, actually have to be currently on medications that may not be working as well for you. Um, and then it's actually... Um, uh, having a diagnosis of GERD, so you can't, you have to be diagnosed with it and have been on medicine for at least uh, eight weeks with this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what kind of medicines are we looking at? We're not looking just at over the counter. We're no, it's at not over the counter. Drugs. Prescription medicines that they're trying to get um, on label for that. Uh, you do um, have some testing with that too, obviously. Like I said, there's criteria for each and every study that we have to go through to make sure that you qualify for that. Um, and then uh, some of the medications, we know what they are. Some of them they're, we're blinded to as well. So uh, we just kind of know the, the thought process of what they're trying to, to get accomplished. Are they trying to do something new, or are they just trying to do something with something what they have already? Something new in addition already? to uh, what you're already on. Because yeah, I came across one of those when I had my surgery on my foot. Mm-hmm. Before I went to surgery, they had me drink this little package of stuff that tasted like the most sourest cherries I've ever had. And they told me that was to keep any kind of reflux from happening. Mm-hmm. Help keep it down. Oh, yeah. For you. You, yeah. Don't, you don't want that to be happening while you're under anesthesia. No, <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't want that to be happening. So I, I found that that was something new I had never, ever heard about mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm assuming they're trying to find something that does even a better job than right. what most people find for right medicine's trying whatever. to make advances so that's uh, number one thing with that dr capallo is actually on this study he's actually with the premier gastroenterology so he's with us as well as dr uh, velez who's been around uh, he's been a gastrointestinal physician for long time 30 years i think here in little rock (laughs) okay so we have some prominent doctors that work with us have you seen kapala's new building they're building uh on ronnie parham on the kmart i have not it's it's getting close to be done you ought to go take a look over there yeah there by 10 fitness yes Mm -hmm. next door yeah Yeah. it's it's gonna be premier gastroenterology facelift on that Mm -hmm. building you know if people think just for a moment people don't realize how lucky we are to live where we live as far as medical facilities and the specialists yes. that are here. We got some good ones. You know, I mean, uh, look at Ortho, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I remember when I had both my shoulders rebuilt by Gillum over there, that they were just over there on Canis. Mm-hmm. Now, you come down 630, you can't miss their new facility. Right. Mm-hmm. You go to North Little Rock, you can't miss their facility over mm-hmm. there. It's, mm-hmm. it's really... Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's been, they've grown. I, that's one of the places I started out in my career. Because they're really, <laughs> they, they work there. The bottom line work there in the file cabinet. They are very, very good. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. good. I of course, it wasn't the physicians that are there now. These are no, the no. older doctors yeah, way I'm back that started. Gillum and who used to do shoulders for the Razorbacks back yeah. in the early 2000s. He mm-hmm. was phenomenal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really was yeah we and we've got some real prominent physicians that that work with us in a, in all different areas yeah uh, 
Um, I mean, we do have uh, Dr. Ken Martin works with us. He does uh, osteoarthritis of the knees uh, studies. So we uh, uh, have our um, thoughts out there for the first of the year for things coming down uh, for new developments for osteoarthritis of the knees. So we're trying to um, get some of those studies in and get people enrolled in those. Because so, a lot of people suffer from that, too, arthritic knees, people that, you know, Players, sports more people, and, and more, more now. Exactly. Yeah. That's right, because America is aging. That's right. Or as they like to say, uh, Randy, I can look at you and say, they say we're great. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is aging. Well, you know, you know, she was talking about the knees. You know, when you have your, your you have a knee, you just that's going bad. You just can't go in there and tell your insurance company, hey, nope. I need a new knee. Nope. You know, they it's it's a process that you've got to go through. Okay, how bad is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's try this and let's and try you that. you got to try so this first. Just, until it gets worse <laughs> enough to where, oh, my gosh, i got to have a new knee, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is part of the study work that we're going to be getting in. And these, there's some of them that are starting uh, uh, after the first of the year. So go ahead if you've got knee problems or you know, go ahead and give us a call. Let's get a, get you in the database. Mm-hmm. And that way Absolutely. when these come open, then we can just call you and pull up, okay, we're enrolling now in the knee study. Let's pull up who we have. Mm-hmm. So even if we you hear us maybe talk about some of these studies and that we're not starting yet or whatever, go ahead and call in and, and give us your, your name and your uh, what you have. We'll get you in the database, and when that study starts, we'll call you back. Yeah. Well, let me give you a good example. Low testosterone study that right. they got going on at Applied Research Center of Arkansas. One of the great uh, specialists is Dr. Deanna. Oh, yeah. Over at sure. uh, Arkansas Urology. Mm-hmm. I uh, I just moved to a different doctor from him because he's just too hard right. to see any longer. Mm-hmm. He he's only busy, comes in so. every, every two or three months, you know. Yeah. Sometimes I need to see him before then. Right. Mm-hmm. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's good with that. So he's working with us on on that. Uh, so yeah, if you have low testosterone, if you've uh, been diagnosed with that, particularly if you have some sort of cardiac event along with it, like a um, cardiac issues, that's what they're particularly looking like, for. Like, go way. ahead. I looked at you, Donna. You looked right <laughs> at me when I said that. When you said that, just like Dave. What like Dave? You know, when he had a quintuple bypass because his testosterone sucks. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, uh, Deanna uh, wanted me on that study, and I couldn't do it couldn't, because right. there was something else he had me on mm-hmm. that I couldn't keep taking. Mm-hmm. So right, yeah. I didn't give it up. Yeah, yeah. what's and that's called exclusions, exclusions, or if you qualify or not. And there's yeah. a, I mean, you you'll get kicked out of a study real easy just because. Uh, maybe of something you're on right so that's why we have to have so many people that that apply for it and try to get in this study and then find out that but maybe because of another situation they can't get in it but keep in mind that even if you don't get into that study there may be a study you can get into that would really benefit you right dave some of these studies we're doing have done basically have done um the drugs are are outrageous in price especially if you don't have insurance oh yeah mm-hmm. i mean it, it this is a perfect way for somebody especially if they they have problems and they don't have insurance is an excellent way to get these a lot of the drugs that you see on tv the all those advertisements you see during sure. the five thirty news you know they spend a lot of money on those but yeah find out how much those drugs are a month for your problem that you've got well, that's outrageous. outrageous. They put at the bottom. Yes. If you look, if you read real quick, yeah. you can see $3,500 a right. month. Mm-hmm. And here's the deal. 
if if one drug company has a drug that comes out, then guess what? The next drug company, their competition is going to be coming up with the same type of drug, has their name on it, but they've got to do all their study work, too. They yep. can't piggyback on no. – Pfizer can't piggyback on somebody else's study work. Or Eli Lilly exactly. can't Exactly. Pe- they've got to start it all over yeah, again. Right. So you have so, to go through the whole process. You know, that's why you have so many of the drugs, the same type of drugs out for the same condition because everybody wants their version of that. Mm-hmm. So well, you can't just use somebody else's proprietary information, sure, yeah. unless you're the Chinese, of course, uh, to to be able to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's what the big argument is holding up the Chinese deal is about proprietary is information. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. they steal it constantly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's exactly what happens. All right, let's take our final break for this hour. We're going to come back, then I'm going to go over with Donna. Nothing against Randy, but if I want somebody really talking about the studies, Donna can talk. She's the nurse, man. Hey, she's going to tell you which she's one's the boss. Are. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm used and abused. You know, that's uh, it. Nothing wrong with that. All right, she's yeah. going to tell you what are the hot ones they're really looking for when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Back with your final segment. Randy and Donna are here from Applied Research Center of Arkansas. Donna, uh, the phone number there, 501-954-7822. And I always tell people the phone number. However, if you're really interested in these programs, what you need to do is see them, read about them, find out what the qualifications are necessary and things of that nature. You get that at ARCArkansas.com, ARCArkansas.com. And all that's on there. Right. Yes. Now, when you put in for one, does it automatically put you into the system so if something else pops up that you might be good for that they can contact you? Right. Yeah. We go ahead and contact you. And then, you know, if, if for some reason um, you don't qualify for the specific one you are interested in, there's other ones that we can see if you would be uh, able to get into. Now, you said that there's a, a, a particular business here in Arkansas that you – Cornerstone, was that in name of yes. yeah. that you're doing a lot of work with right now mm-hmm. and cornerstone women uh clinic for women um we work with their physicians uh doing several studies we just um have done um a vaginitis study which um is actually now close to enrollment for that uh but we do have an endometriosis study um yeah, we've that been we talking that. about we that a lot that. here on the air uh they're also um going to be upcoming an infant formula study so if anybody's pregnant that's going to be delivering in the next you know nine months <laughs> um you can call us to uh, see about uh the information on that um and so um we've been working with them we've also been working with um like you said dr deanna who's who's very well known here uh he actually is uh enrolling on studies of the low testosterone as well as kidney stones if you ever had kidney stones this is particularly people with some sort of malabsorption so kidney stones with you know celiac disease kidney stones if you suffer with that uh, you might qualify for this particular study. Um, any kind of IBS or any type of, um, you know, issues, ulcerative colitis or Crohn's, which we have studies going on for those. But if you also have kidney stones, you might qualify for. So there's several ones we could probably put you into. Okay, so I have heard, you, you can say whether it's true or not, 
that a kidney stone attack is one of the most painful things that a person can go through. Well, Randy would be able to answer <laughs> okay, that. Okay, <laughs> he can answer. You've had a kidney stone. Yeah, number one was the worst. I was on the floor like a baby crawling around. It was it was bad. So you've had okay, yes. Yeah, okay, they're, they're, really they're, bad. They're they're, they're they're bad. My mm-hmm. pastor has said from the pulpit he had a kidney stone uh, one time, and he said, you know. You think you're a manly man until you have a kidney stone. Mm-hmm. He says, I was on the floor of the emergency room trying to find some way to get comfortable and crying like a baby. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I was That's what I was doing. It's like, give me the morphine. Mm-hmm. Were, so you've already have it. Yeah. <laughs> give me something else. Yeah, <laughs> give me some more, whatever it is. Do yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. But kidney stones are not fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen kidney stones under the microscope, and it's pretty obvious why it causes it's a grain of sand yeah that's all it is with spikes coming off mm-hmm. of that's it. that mm-hmm. yeah i was amazed when they showed me randy stone they came out after he had surgery and i said that was causing all that problem because <laughs> i mean you could barely see it with mm-hmm. the with the eye it was, it was no fun yeah, yeah. It hurt i can imagine <laughs> and that's what i've been told i don't that's one of those things i'm not interested in finding out about Mm-hmm. be honest with you so keep that in mind kidney stones mm-hmm. again as we mentioned earlier on uh, if you're diabetic type one type two they got different studies that they could use your your help mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. and pediatric constipation if your child suffers from that we're currently enrolling in constipation as well as um obvious um diarrhea studies so for pediatrics you know, you, you you hear these different studies and these different problems, and I just have to tell you, I thank the good Lord that I don't have any problems pooping. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? A lot of people have problems with just pooping. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not good. Right. We also have a lot. One thing that's um, pretty much uh, for the research side is atopic dermatitis or eczema. Okay. So uh, we're enrolling in those um, studies as well. A lot so, of stuff on television about mm-hmm. Dermatitis, mm-hmm. right dermatitis. Now. And so we're working with the um, uh, Pinnacle Dermatology, which is a group um, out that's been with us for gosh the last three years, I guess now. So Dr. Mabry, Dr. Wurgis, Dr. Martin are over there. Good group of um, uh, physicians that work with us on those studies. So. They're over there by the promenade. Okay, mm-hmm. they're yeah, Pinnacle Dermatology. Mm-hmm. They're down there by the tavern. Had mm-hmm. the best wings in the area. Oh, do they? Yeah, boy. You like the tavern? Yes. Go to the tavern. Have the wings there. They're smoked and they are delicious. Oh. They are wonderful. They were voted by USA Today as number five in Is the country. Is that in the promenade? Yeah, it's right across from the movie theater. Okay. If the movie theater is still there, maybe they are yeah, still there. It's still there. I don't know if it's anybody. Anybody's there, <laughs> but it's there. I drove by it and it was open, but it was okay. you know there's nobody there. There's a loud wind blowing through yeah. it. Okay. Well, right across. They remodeled it. There's, there's I don't a, know if it did any good. Well, they there, is a, so. there is a, a tavern there. Yeah. And it, oh, they got, those wings are to die for. Hmm. They're really good. Good. Keep that in mind. Well, uh, definitely give us a call or visit us on the website. So Okay. The phone call again, 501-954-7822. Let me repeat that to you. 501-954-7822. Best place I believe you can go to, go to arcarkansas.com. That's easy to remember. A-R-C, 
Arkansas.com, yeah. and you'll see a list of all. Yeah, of these just studies. click on trials yes. and click on clinical trials, and you'll see it'll come up and see all the the whole list of all what we're doing. And I think at the bottom it, it, it says you can sign up for you give us your information if you don't see one, and we'll keep it. And if we get one uh, that's got your specific condition on it, then we'll give you a call. Do you yeah. send something back to them? Saying, yeah, we got your information. Yes, we respond. You're, uh-huh. you're not, not going to mm-hmm. be used no, no, no. in this study, but no. And we're local, attention. so we, you know, we call them and we talk to them. Oh, okay. uh, our our yeah. staff calls them when they apply for it. We actually get a notification, so uh, we contact you uh, and see which one you'd be best qualified for. We also have the walk-in clinic, so we're there Monday through. Flu and cold season. Flu and cold season. So Monday through Fridays, we're there from eight uh, to four thirty. We're also there on Saturdays from uh, eight until noon. So catch lunch right next door when you get there. That's right. Yeah. Burger King, the pantry, all kinds of things right there. It's all there now, so uh, you can go over and and partake in those. Hey. uh, Randy, thanks for the book. Yes. I'm going to read this, and we're going to get your uncle on by phone. Good. And we're going he'd to love talk it. to him. Yeah, he'd love it. Got to talk to him. I mean, I you know, I look, and I see these different names in, in this book, and I can yeah. readily talk about them because I've been there. I know. Yeah. You know? Well, that would even be better for him. He'd love to talk to him. You know? Like, oh, yeah. Remember. I mean, Iwo Jima, well, we, we lost thousands of men for a very – small runway Mm -hmm. because it was a jumping off port to be able to uh, to be able to bomb japan i think that's where he got stabbed is there he laid uh he laid under a jap uh a dead jap for four hours he had already been stabbed he couldn't move he had to wait until until there was a time when he could move him and another guy could move and he was injured too. People came by and say, "Stay here. We'll come get you. We'll come get you." They never did. And they said, "We got to get out of here." Yeah. So it's pretty interesting. He's, he's on Iwo Jima. If the Japanese, if you were behind lines and you were lying like he was under somebody, if they thought you were alive, they were bayoneting people. Yes. Uh-huh. They just killed people. They didn't take anybody prisoner. Mm-hmm. They didn't give no. them. They didn't give themselves up to be taken prisoner. Nor did they take prisoners. Right. It was that simple. Or if they took a prisoner, it was to get whatever information they could, then dispatch them as fast mm-hmm. as they could. Yeah. Yeah. We do that show. I guarantee you, you'll be riveted by what you'll hear. <laughs> I, I still, and I said this to Randy, and I don't know if America's people, if we ever got into a real. War, that was a world war. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking a real big war. I don't know if our people have the intestinal fortitude to go through it again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we got problems figuring out if we're really male or not. Yeah, I know. I (laughs) know. Uh, Yeah. You're at the same place Uh, I am on that. You just said, well, I know. Oh, I take basic <laughs> biology. I can figure that one out. All right. It's time for us to get out of here. Phone number again, 501-954-7822. That's Applied Research Center of Arkansas. Randy, Donna, thanks for being with me today. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. All right. A break, and then we'll come back. And uh, I got this real crazy guy that knows everything there is to know about insurance, health insurance. He's going to join me in my studio. That's coming up in a moment after the news.
Final hour of this week's Dave Ellswick show, and uh, I'm, we're going to end up with a bang here because Pat Davis is here. He's your health plan man. You know about him. You've heard him several times here on my show before. And we are in open enrollment right now. It gives you the opportunity, maybe the health plan that you had, you didn't like it. Uh, maybe you'd like something new. Here's your opportunity to do that. So uh, Pat's with us. His phone number, don't forget, 501-605-6935. So with that in in in, uh, in mind, Pat, why don't you start us off? Let's talk about open enrollment and why should that be of uh, interest to my listeners. Sounds great. It's good to be back on here again. Uh, open enrollment is a great time for people who are under 65 who are on health insurance through their work, um, maybe they're self-employed, have insurance through the ACA, you know, used to be called Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, and anybody who's been on it knows that it shouldn't be called the ACA because it's anything but affordable. Um, I talk to people almost every day that are looking for some type of an alternative, and I provide insurance that's a lot less expensive than your standard um, you know, middle of the road, whatever you want to call it, standard status quo health insurance plans. And the whole system, this is what I was talking a little bit with Dave about here before, um, there's such a rigged game, and it's the largest legal scam in America. It really is what happens in healthcare. And I really recommend you read a book. It's called The Price We Pay by Marty McCary. And it's all about the broken healthcare system in America. And what he's he's actually a surgeon from John Hopkins Johns Hopkins University or hospital. And um, so he's no slouch, <laughs> to say the least. Right. And his research just continues to expose how people get gouged with healthcare. And one example he found is I someday I want to go to Carlsbad Caverns. It's one of my places I want to visit. But the hospital in Carlsbad has been gouging people. They charge 15 times more than any hospital in the area for healthcare and then the people get sued. And it's pretty incredible what they're doing. And this is not a little thing. This happens all over the United States for people that are just being uh you know taken for a ride, Dave. Right. For example, this one guy, it's a police officer. He's a police officer and he was having some issues and so he had to have an MRI and he had to have a, a CT scan so he had them both no actually this guy he had two CT scans that's what it was but the first time they didn't put any dye in to run the scan okay so, so that wasn't any good no it was no good and it definitely wasn't his fault and um, Marty said at John Hop Johns Hopkins it would have cost like uh, 480 some dollars for that CT scan. They charged him $13,000, $13,000, and they charged him for twice, even though the one was their mistake where they never put the dye in. And his wife is a school teacher, fifth grade school teacher, and, and their life has been a living hell. They've been sued by the insurance company. And the way ultimately he started finding this stuff out is he went all the way to talk to the judge 
and found out the judge's family had even been sued. And they get these bills in and they redact everything so they can't even see how much stuff cost. Now, does that go on around here? I'm not sure. You know, I've been looking into it myself a little bit. But what I can tell you is this. My insurance is designed for people who want to be in control of their health care. Rather than the insurance company, if you have any kind of a major medical plan called a managed care plan with one of the big name companies, Blue Cross, United Healthcare, any of those, then you are in a situation where you do not have control of your own health care. And this is a quote that I've kind of put together with some different things that I've read and heard, but it's kind of my own quote. But the Hippocratic Oath. For doctors, right? The Hippocratic oath to do no harm hmm. has been overwritten by healthcare providers and insurance companies who do great harm. So people in America are more concerned about what their bill is going to be rather than what that healthcare scenario could end up being that they're afraid of. More concerned about the bill than whether they get cancer or whether they get whatever else. Over 60% of Americans have filed bankruptcy due to medical situations, and almost all of them have health insurance. That's what's sad. Well, what I do is different. Rather than like in all other situations where you have a need, you know, you have a claim, you go to the hospital, what happens first? You pay your money out of your pocket in the form of deductible. You pay 20%, and then they have what's called a stop loss, or they'll say you pay no more than $10,000 or whatever in a year. Well, what a novel idea. You pay your premiums every single month. How about if we turn around and the insurance company puts its money on the table first, takes your deductible out of that money, so you have no money out of your pocket, and I show you because this is exactly what happened with myself. Get ready here, Zach. We're going to need your help. I'm going to give him a close-up of this. Okay, so if you look close, this is a check for $2,862.71. I went to the hospital. I was in the hospital. Many of you have heard my story. I was in the hospital for five days in June with a pulmonary embolism. And um, my bill was, you know, like $15,000. But my bill was discounted because I was in network with St. Vincent. And then the um, hospital bill was paid in full by our insurance company. And then I received a check for $2,862.71. My wife and I have received multiple checks from our company this year. And one of the things I'm most proud of and excited about is our newer plans that my wife was number 10 in the country to be on the new plan that we're offering. It actually pays a good amount of money for you to go to the doctor. And then if you have any money left over, you pay the difference. But in most cases in all over central Arkansas, there's going to be money left over. So a week and a half, two weeks after you get back from the doctor, you get a check in your mailbox. No this one's ever always, had that happen before. It's always a good thing to run to your mailbox. For yeah. Get yeah. yourself a check. Absolutely. But, you know, the the bottom line to me, I have another thing I want to share here. It says most um, nobody pays those high prices. That's what they say. It's a myth that... You know, there's these massive prices, but nobody ever really pays those. 
That's just not true. People all over the United States are paying those massive prices. They really are, and it's pretty crazy. Um, hospitals are marking up bills like 2 to 23 times what Medicare allows. And this is where people just get gouged. It is a predatory thing, and what should cost maybe $500 costs $5,000. So even if people feel like, man, I, everything goes toward my deductible. Dave, I can't tell you how many times a week I hear that, especially during open enrollment. People call me. Now, oh, man, I, I, I just went to the hospital, or I went to the doctor, or we had this happen, this surgery. Everything goes toward my deductible. Every time I turn around, it's the deductible. Not yeah, with like, me. Like my deductible, uh, this is back, I'm, not now, but was $6,000. And, you know, you got to do a lot to rack up six grand. Yeah. Fast enough to not have to be peeling off some big dollars. Yeah. And and what, what they're finding is more and more people are going to, um, you know, they're going to the hospital, they go to the doctor, and they can't even afford that deductible out of their pocket, much less if they had a $50,000, $100,000, $200,000 bill. So what we do and what I do is I help people to get their premiums cut drastically. Like Especially if you're paying a mortgage payment for health insurance, you need to call me, right? I cut my premium in half when we got off of Obamacare, when we got off the ACA plan my wife and I were on, to the plan that we're on today. And we have an awesome plan. We've had $30,000 in medical bills this year, Dave. Not my favorite year, let's put it that way. Right. Other than our trip to Italy, you know, that was a big deal. But we had $30,000 in medical bills. We've had no money out of pocket. Now. None. Let him say that again for yeah, everybody. $30,000 in medical bills, no money out of pocket. Actually, about $2,000 to the good, to the positive. Because when I went to the hospital, my money, my insurance pays dollars per day for me to go to that hospital, and it pays way more than what it costs for a day. And so my first day alone, my deductible was met. So if I went to the hospital tomorrow, I would have no deductible, and I would start getting paid dollars for each day that I'm in the hospital. My wife had a surgery, and with the money after the bill was paid and everything else, she had checks for over $3,000. We took, I want a trip with our company to Italy, as you know, Dave. Yes. And we were there. It was a five-day trip to Venice, which... It looks like it's sinking. It looked pretty flooded when I looked at there last. Right. So I'm glad we got there when we did. But, um, yeah, five days in Venice, we ended up going from northern Italy all the way into Sicily, 18 days, because we took the money we got from our insurance claims and we used it to pay for our trip. You can't do that with any other insurance. My Obamacare plan, with my bills I've had this year and my wife's bills that she's had, we would have had over $20,000 out of our pocket. Fifteen for sure, but probably more in the area of 20000 Instead of having $30,000 of the bills, no money out of our pocket. All right, phone number to call. And I'm going to, here's my, my whole spiel for this whole show. You go, it's too good to be true. How do you know? The only way you'll be able to make a quality decision is to call Pat Davis and talk to him. You have to talk to him. You don't have health insurance. You're 
Maybe you want to see if there's something better out there. Well, now's the time to do it during open enrollment. Here's the phone number again, 501 Just a couple of weeks ago, I had a lady who asked me, what was that guy's name on it? on your show about health insurance and i said pat davis and i sent her your phone number i hope she called you cool your health plan com is his website your health plan man that's one word dot com i'm just saying don't screw yourself out of a good deal because you think it's too good of a deal you'll not know if it's too good unless you talk to pat 501-605-6935 or your health planman.com all right now i know that if you're looking for insurance you're intrigued by what you've heard pat davis talk about let me tell you what you'll be more than intrigued if you'll call him and talk to him because you can be on your way to saving some money big money 501-605-6935 that's the phone number easiest way to get a hold of him though is by uh, the website, the internet. It's uh, your health plan man. That's one word, your health plan man, uh, dot com. You were telling me there's, you had this town, what was it, in Virginia, that some hospitals yeah. got like 24,000 lawsuits against them? Yeah, the, the town of, of Fredericksburg, Virginia has a hospital. Which I've been in, by the way. Okay. Uh, they have a hospital there. And that's a town of 25,000 people. And in five years, they had 24,000 lawsuits with health care situations through Amazing. the hospital. And so and then that's called Mary Washington Hospital, by the way. This is a quote that was on their website. And I say was because what happens is when people start to investigate these hospitals, they change the quotes on their website. It's incredible. But it said, and I quote, our not-for-profit, did you all hear that? Not-for-profit status drives us to be the kind of organization that provides care to those in need, regardless of their ability to pay. That's incredible. And as I said, in case you're just joining us, I recommend you read a book. It's called The Price We Pay by Marty McCary. Uh, I need to put that link on my website. Yes, absolutely. I, really, I think I need to do that. But... Marty said that quote, he said, you know, we're not per, uh, our not per, bleh, our not for profit status drives us to be the kind of organization that provides care to those in need, regardless of their ability to pay. And so they will take care of you regardless of your ability to pay. But if you don't, then they're going to sue the socks off you and they garnish their wages and they just go through this whole thing. And the crazy part, as I said before the break these companies, these hospitals charge 20-some times more than what Medicare will allow on a, on a different situation for health care. They're the ones that not only charge more, but they're the ones who turn around and sue people and garnish their wages and stuff like that. And they'll say, oh, it's just for people who are wealthy. We're talking about people who make $25,000 a year have their wages garnished. 
Yeah, people are on minimum not, wage not, have had their wages garnished. Yeah, they're not wealthy people by a long stretch of the imagination. Absolutely. And I, I, I thought about this. Okay, you go into any hospital anywhere, there's warning signs everywhere. Watch out for radiation, right? Watch out for x-rays. Be careful you don't mess up our equipment. How about a warning sign to be ready when you get your bill? Because it's going to gouge you and it's going to be crazy. So one thing I'd like to do today is, it doesn't have to be to call me now, but I recommend going to my website because I have a lot of information on there, including I have past times when I was on Dave's show, uh, a link to that. And other, you know, uh, I've written articles and blogs. I've even been thinking lately about writing a book, a small book on health insurance and how people get ripped off, Dave, all the time. And it's just sickening because they'll say, well, it, most people, you know, it never happens that people pay a full price or whatever. Not only do they pay a full price in many situations, they pay 5, 10, 20 times more than a full price. And they go after them and they get every dime. If you look at the amount of money that these people get, these sharks that go after people that are just trying to make a living and have something happen that was outside of their, you know, their care or whatever as far as uh, insurance, they just go after them and they tear them down and the stuff that they do, it's unbelievable. And what they charge is so exorbitant, you would think they're like loan sharks. All right. Or worse. Yourhealthplanman.com. That's the website, yourhealthplanman.com. Get a hold of Pat Davis, uh, start up a conversation, and uh, ask him all the questions you got. I mean, I think the first question you're going to ask is, how are you going to save me money? Yeah, yeah. Here's where I'm at right now. How can you save me money? Absolutely. And that's that's my favorite thing to do. I cut people, people's premiums constantly, 30 40 50%, and sometimes even more. If you're on COBRA, you really need to get a hold of me because I always cut COBRA in well, half. Look, I've known forever. You know, they say, well, yeah, you're, you've got uh, your health care, Mr. Ellswick, but you've been terminated. Uh, we'll continue your health care for the next yeah. three weeks, and then we're going to move you over to COBRA. If you look at the price that you probably pay into your company and then you look at what COBRA is going to cost you, you'll be grasping at your chest as you're trying to catch your yeah, breath. That's right. You know, and I one of the things I really encourage if you have if you're a private business owner and you are self-employed or you work for a company, I have people that are leaving their spouse's insurance through their work left and right right now because my rates are so good i even have better rates than people that are getting you know whatever paid by their employer now if the employer is paying 80 90 percent or if a person's getting a 80 90 percent subsidy from the government through the aca i can't help that i can't help that person but most people no matter how what kind of insurance they have how much they're paying i can save them a lot of money and the question you really need to ask is why not why are our rates so much lower but why everybody else is so high and the only way you're going to find that out is if you check with me and i have four or five six people calling me every uh maybe even seven or eight calling me every day right now because it's open enrollment but i write plans all year round we don't have any kind of enrollment period with our company all right pat's going to be back after the news which is next again go get more information right now your health plan man. 
www.thepatriotsocialist.com. All right, before we get back to Pat, the latest on uh, what is going on up in Pocahontas, the woman who's accused of killing uh, former Arkansas State Senator Linda Collins-Smith appeared before a judge today for a pre-trial hearing. Rebecca O'Donnell is charged with capital murder in the death of Linda Collins. Collins' body was found outside her Pocahontas home on June 4th. Ten days later, police arrested O'Donnell. Third Judicial Prosecuting Attorney Henry Boyce announced today Mm. that he will seek the death penalty against O'Donnell. And uh, there'll be more on this story uh, as the weekend unfolds before. So I thought that you'd want to know that as we try to keep up on, on that story. Pat Davis is our special guest right now. It is open enrollment time about dealing with health care, and uh, you can go to his website, yourhealthplanman.com, that's yourhealthplanman.com, and learn how you can save money and maybe even get checks back after you've been treated for um, some illness. Again, that's yourhealthplanman.com. Thanks, Dave. So one of the things that I really like to stress when I'm on his show is no matter what your situation is, if you feel like you're paying a pretty good amount of money for health insurance, just get a hold of me. You have nothing to lose. It could be through your work, through your spouse's work, you're self-employed, even if you get it through the ACA, you know, through the marketplace, um, I have people in the last two weeks, I've had a doctor, a nurse, a nurse practitioner, a counselor, and a psychiatrist contact me. (laughs) And some of them I've insured and some of them I have appointments with coming up. But the reason they are is because my insurance works different. When I was in the hospital, my doctor and my cardiologist came to me, Dave, and they were like, okay, this is what's going on, whatever. And I said, hey, guys, let me just tell you, I am not on a managed care program, so nobody's telling me how long I can be in the hospital or when I have to go home or any of that kind of stuff. I want you to keep me. I want to get the best possible care I can. And the longer I'm in, the better off I am. And they both looked at my wife and said, you have business cards. <laughs> These are a doctor and a cardiologist. So everybody's getting really gouge pretty much when it comes to health care the other side of that coin is a lot of people who are listening have some kind of a christian share program what i want to share with you about that is i recommend using it in conjunction with health insurance or alongside of health insurance but i don't recommend a share plan by itself and the biggest reason is because it's not insurance and, you know, I hear it all the time. I read it on Facebook. Christians say, man, I've got the best. i got this Christian insurance. No, you don't. You do not have insurance. And even though they pay very, very well, and they do in many cases, you still don't have insurance. And there are situations where if something came up, you could be in a really bad position. And the other thing is a lot of the hospitals and clinics and whatever, they look at you like almost like you're from another planet when you say you have a share plan. So make sure 
you have something alongside of that share plan, even if it's to get a very, very small plan that we offer for health insurance. That can get you in the door. That can really help with a lot of those questions. And then after the fact, you can manually file a claim to your share plan after you get your bills and stuff like that. And that can work out pretty well. And the other thing that a lot of my friends have told me, and I've got, I just had somebody email me today. It said, I'm on a share plan, but I'm going to be leaving it. Uh, The biggest reason is because a lot of times it just takes a long time for them to get their money. And then you start getting harassed and hassled by the, you know, by the provider. And you don't want that. Of course they do. They want their money now. Yeah. Right. As fast as they can get it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just, it's the nature of the beast. Yep. And so what I, what I keep telling people, honestly, it really doesn't make any difference what your situation is. If you feel like, you know what, I think I might be paying too much, you have nothing to lose. I only look yeah, out that, for people's best interest. He can't charge you any money or anything like that. Right. All he's going to do is offer you information that once you have it, you'll be able to make a well-educated decision yeah. about how do you want to deal with this whole thing? Yeah. And a real important thing to know is this. If you're shopping right now for insurance and you're on the Internet, get prepared. You're going to get calls for three to five years. It's just the way, you know, we insurance agents make contacts. People go out and they spend money to talk to you, and then we spend money after they do to talk to you again. It's just Unfortunately, it's the way it works. So I do not share your information with anyone ever. You go to my website, you fill out a form, it's not getting shared at all. You go to these places that say healthcare, whatever, and, you know, best insurance in central Arkansas or whatever, and you got a form to fill out and all that, you're going to get calls for a long time. So if you haven't started shopping like that, don't. I'm independent. I can write for all of the big insurance companies if I want, Dave, but I quit doing it because I hate the game. I know that they charge ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars for a hospital bill, and people are thrilled that they only have to pay five or seven or eight thousand out of their pocket until they find out that my same scenario and I had no money out of pocket. And my deductibles already met without having to come into my pocket to take out my money. And here's one of my biggest frustrations and pet peeves with the insurance industry, to be honest with you. I talk to people every single day who said, I couldn't come up with $2,000, $3,000, $5,000 anyway. So why keep playing that game that what we call the big box insurance companies continue to allow you to play? So our passion is what we call price transparency. And I know you and I have had several conversations about about that, Dave. And our president is working to get, he's done another executive order so that hospitals have to come clean about how much their costs really are, right? So I've used this example before on here. You have a lady in Arizona got bit by a rattlesnake. Her anti-venom was Four hundred dollars for two antivenoms. Four hundred dollars. They billed the insurance company eighty thousand dollars. Eighty thousand dollars. They, if you went to Baptist or wherever hospital in the area today in Central Arkansas, and you had um, pacemaker implanted, you would pay a hundred grand. That's what it would get billed to your insurance, right? If you drove 
to Oklahoma City and paid cash, you'd pay $9,500 for that procedure. That's 10 times they charge because you have insurance. We're not talking about people who don't have insurance here. And that's another thing. I never really bring that up. But, you know, there's a lot of people who just think insurance is too expensive and they quit looking for it. I have people who have come to me and I get them a plan for two, three hundred dollars and they're quoted seven, eight, nine hundred, a thousand, and they're like, Really? Yeah. Yep. Even people that are in their fifties, I've gotten plans in that price range. And they're good plans. I'd put them up against anything out there. All right. Remember the website. This is where you're gonna get all the information that you need. It's also an area can people send you uh send you an email over your website? Okay, so you can ask Pat all of your questions, and he'll get answers for you. It's yourhealthplanman.com, yourhealthplanman.com. Pat Davis is back for one more uh, segment of the show, which will come here in just a few moments here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back for the final segment here of this week's edition of the Dave Ellswick Show this segment with Pat Davis, yourhealthplanman.com. Something that I always try to do on this show. If I come across something that I think is a good deal for you, I will have these people on that own these different businesses and uh, let them talk to you about it. Not because, uh, you know, I, well, bottom line, I do it is because I, I'd like you to be able to save some money. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. And so, Pat, explain to my listeners once again how your insurance companies pay people to go to the doctor. Okay. So, yeah, we aren't, we aren't thrilled about telling people, hey, we go to the doctor, we're going to give you a check. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think any company is. But what we do with our most popular plan that I'm putting people on right now, the insurance company allows $160 for an office visit. Okay, that's public knowledge, so there's nothing wrong with me saying that. So if you go to the doctor and it costs you $120 for your office visit, and I'm talking about just the visit itself, and you get $160, you can do the math. That's $40 left over. What's going to happen with that? You're going to get a bill in about a week and a half. It's going to show you, usually about a week and a half, two weeks, it's going to show you that they paid the in, the provider, whatever that bill was, and if there's money left over, it goes to you. It's that simple. My wife and I, uh, and, and we have almost a million providers in the network. We will by January 1 with almost 5,000 hospitals, largest network in the United States. And we don't care if you go to a doctor who's in network or a doctor who's out of network, which is really great. Right. In fact, my wife and my doctors are not in our network. So we pay cash. And then we get reimbursed. So with a $85 office visit, that's what we get for a discount. That's what we pay cash. We get 160 bucks. You can do the math. That means every time we go to the doctor, we're going to get $75 paid toward us. So I have people say, oh, I only have a $25 copay. I don't have a zero. I have no copay. We never have co-pays. We always pay X amount of dollars for each situation. And our company president is so brilliant, one of the most brilliant minds in the health industry in America. They have figured out 
how much stuff really cost. And, and I'll tell you, one thing you can do to find out that I'm telling you the truth, go to healthcarebluebook.com, just like a car blue book. You can go and see what cost. So you can go on there and see, oh, a CT scan costs $5,000. Or you can go to Johns Hopkins University, I would say university, the hospital, Johns Hopkins, and pay less than $500 for a CT scan at the most prestigious, one of the most prestigious hospitals in the whole country. Why does that go on? Because we let it. If you have a, a, a insurance where you have a copay when you go to the doctor and you have a copay when you do this and you got a big deductible you got to meet if you go to the hospital and you have an, this that's got to be paid and then 20% and all this out of your pocket, then you're continuing to be in the middle of the problem. Honestly, you're part of the problem. If you don't break out of the system, you continue to be a part of the problem. My clients are breaking out of the system, like my wife and I, and if you're just joining us and you didn't hear this, this last year we've had $30,000 in medical bills and we have no money out of our pocket, not even our deductible. And here's another thing. Our insurance plans, we don't even have a deductible for anything except hospital. And the way I build the plan, the deductible is met the first day that you go to the hospital. So how much money's come out of your pocket, Dave? None. It's come out of the insurance. I always think of it, if you get a life insurance policy, somebody passes away, excuse me, and you get a life insurance benefit paid to you, do you call the insurance company and say, hey, I want to pay my money now so I can get my life insurance benefit? Of course not. But we do that with health insurance. We pay our premiums every month, and then what happens? We have a claim. We pay our money again. Deductible, 20%, 30%, whatever that might be, up to a certain amount. What a novel idea. Everybody's paying their premiums every single month. How about we, the insurance company, put our money on the table and go from there? And if the money is more than my bill, I get money back. If my money is less than my bill, I pay the difference. It's pretty brilliant. And also, we work off of the thing. I started talking about the transparent pricing system that our president is working so hard to get for our country. And it's a real battle. Yeah, and it's a real battle, especially when you go to Pennsylvania and you have hospitals owned by Blue Cross. How is that ever going to work out right when you have the insurance company who owns a hospital? And that is in many places across the United States, kind of like the fox guarding the hen house, right, when you get right down to it. So this is something that more and more people are becoming aware of. And so they're saying, you know what, I'm tired of an insurance company telling me what I can do. We don't tell people where they can go for their health care. We don't care. We're going to pay you the same amount of money if you go and have this procedure done at a place that really is proud of themselves and charges five times as much as everybody else. Or if you have a friend who does it for you at a fraction of the cost, we're still paying the same amount of money no matter what. We're never going to pay a dime more. We're never going to pay a dime less than what we put in our contract. That's the way it should be. Imagine if I mowed that's your. That's called transparency. That's by called the way. transparency. Yeah. Imagine if I mowed your lawn, Dave, and then I sent you a bill for eight thousand dollars. Number one, you'd tell everybody about me, and it wouldn't be very pretty. Yeah, it wouldn't be 
Call him to cut your lawn. That's right. <laughs> but that's what we do. It's like going and grocery shopping, fill up two carts of groceries and say, bill me in a couple of weeks. No one does that. But we do it with health care all of the time. And the end result is that people get gouged. And so what I've found is even if people can afford to pay a premium like a mortgage payment for health insurance, they can't afford to come up with two, three, four, five thousand, ten thousand dollars if they have a claim. And so they get sued anyway. Yep. So that's exactly what do they what have to happen. lose to get a hold of me and see what I can do to help them in that. All right. So now's the time to call. Now's the time to get in on the uh, internet at yourhealthplanman.com, yourhealthplanman.com, and see how all this works out for you mm-hmm. personally, for you personally, for your family, for your spouse. Here's your opportunity to let Pat talk to you and show you how he can uh, save you some money. Go back to that old Tom Cruise movie, Show Me the Money. Yourhealthplanman.com yeah. <laughs> is the website to go uh, to and to, to check out all of this. Pat, let me just ask you, what is the number one, would you say, question that you face from people when they call you? Uh, and let's say they've heard you on the air. They say, okay, so prove this to me. Yeah. Is it something like that? Yeah, uh, I get that. Um and, and sometimes I don't understand because I send people copies of my checks I've received from the hospitals and doc, I mean from the insurance company for hospital doctors, um, urgent care, several different things. I think the biggest thing is people have just gotten pigeonholed into a system. They believe the only thing out there is that are system. the major medical plans. Where if you have something I call the scenario from hell that hits you, that you've got this fail safe, that they're going to be the ones that are going to cover all that. But there's ways around that anyway. There's groups that advocate for people and say, hey, you know what? You got charged $500 for a box of gloves. We're going to go after this stuff. And they beat that stuff up. So I call them fake bills. It's like fake news, right? I, it's fake bills. These people get bills for two, three, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000. Those are fake. But here's the real scary part, Dave. If they have a major medical plan, typical, Blue Cross, United Healthcare, all those, and better, you name it, any of them on the ACA through their work, any of those plans, it's still, you're going to pay all those dollars. You're not going to get out of that. We allow people to shop on the front end, and we help people, you know, if they're getting crucified after they get their bill. And the other thing I really want to stress, I will be working hours night and day through the rest of open enrollment. I'll be on the phone. I'll be working all day tomorrow till November 15th. Okay. But I work with people past November 15th because I have no enrollment season whatsoever. I enroll people every single day of the year. Okay. So keep that in mind. Pat's just waiting for you to uh, search him out on the Internet or giving him a call on the phone. Let me give you the Internet first, yourhealthplanman.com. Again, that's yourhealthplanman.com. Or you can call 501-605-6935, 501-605-6935. Pat's always a pleasure to have you in the studio. Always interesting to hear what you have to say. I always want to have as many of my people call you 
because I think if they'll call you and talk with you, what you're going to tell them is going to make them a lot of sense and save them a lot of money. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Can I plug one last Yeah, thing? go ahead. One more time, I want to plug Dave, um, Dave Marty McCary's book, The Price We Pay. Um, my wife was reading it to me. We were coming back from a couple days away in Dallas. And I'm telling you, Dave, I was crying. I'm driving and I'm crying. I'm like, this is crazy what's happening to Americans but they're allowing it to happen to themselves if they don't break out of the system. And that's what I'm here for. I'll help you. Give me a shot. All right. Yourhealthplanman.com. That wraps it up for this week on the Dave Ellswick Show coming up on Monday. Power, not Power Panel, but Elizabeth Sotolaro will be in here with me. And then Robert Steinbach. We'll hear from the folks at All Aboard as well. That's all for you to look forward to on Monday. I'll see you then. Have a great weekend. I will be back tomorrow for the car and truck doctors. Until then, have a great evening. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.